You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. We're the Con Guys, as in Comic-Con, and this is the Con Guys Show, coming at you straight from the heart of Hollywood, California, with the news, celebrity interviews, and fun-loving opinions to help fuel your passions. We are your ultimate insiders, filmmakers, writers, actors, costumers, gamers, panelists, but most of all, we are fans. And whether it's sci-fi, collectibles, comic books, gaming, animation cosplay or fan conventions if you love it we cover it your behind the scenes look at all things con welcome welcome everybody to perhaps our final con guy happy hour of 2020 our last time to belly up to the bar this year and sound off on our weekly fandom geek and pop culture news views and opinions boy that sounds kind of Kind of pretentious, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, my name is Jim Fry. I am one of your hosts here for this rollicking, freewheeling hour of holiday, holiday, libations and intoxicating treats. <laughs> Who do we have with us tonight? Katie? Uh, everybody, it's Katie. We need to think of a new name since I'm no longer the only con girl here. We have to figure that out. Uh, but yeah, you're excited to talk about all the craziness that happened on on Thursday. It was yeah Thursday, well, yeah Thursday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danae? Hi, I'm Danae, and I'm so excited because all day Thursday, just news flowing in, and I can't wait to talk about it. I've been holding it in. So much stuff, and then cheese. And I'm a cheeseman. I'm feeling very festive tonight, and also watching the Cleveland Browns playing football in the background. So go Browns. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping that that you guys can't hear them. And um, the other half of the samplings, Derek will be joining us a little bit later, but we're going to go ahead and get started. But first up, I do have to say something. This being our last show of the year, I wanted to say thank you and what a pleasure it has been so far working with our video podcast partners, that hashtag show. And if you have not had a chance to check out all that they've got to offer, they've got so many cool shows. They got, um, the unboxings, they got streaming wars, they got wrestling shows. It's so cool. You should go check them out. Just go to YouTube and type in that hashtag show. And uh, they're sponsored by Neft Vodka, which means drink Neft and drink responsibly. We really like the guys over at that hashtag show, especially Junior. Junior, if you see this, man, we love having you on with us. But I also have some pretty cool news. I don't even think, um, I don't think I have, oh, wait. Cat, always good to see you. Cat blood good. I got some cool news that I don't think I've shared. And Luke knows. Um, I am super stoked to announce that tonight the Con Guys show, our audio portion of our show, has been officially has officially been accepted into the EOS network of awesome podcasts. Oh, what EOS? Yeah, so we're part of a cool nice. network. EOS. We're the coolest people ever. We are very. Let's listen. EOS my friend does. I, my friend does Twitch streaming on EOS. Oh, that's so cool. The EOS guys are great. They are absolutely great. Listen, uh, EOS was started in April 2012. The the EOS network is a podcast network of shows that celebrate a love of, get this, pop culture, sci-fi, comics, and all things geek. It couldn't have been a better home for us, guys. Yeah. It is quite an honor to be asked to join such a stellar lineup. Some of their shows include Mighty Marvel Geeks. I bet you can guess what that's about. Pop Culture Cosmos, The Monster Sci-Fi Show, Nerd Bliss, 
and the Dragon Con report. We actually had Mike Faber from the Dragon Con report on with us on one of our live shows back in September. He's a great guy. They've even got a cool show. Listen to this. It's called um wait, I, I had it. It's uh da, 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 ah, cigar nerds. It's where they discuss nerdy stuff and good cigars. For those of you who uh, may partake in such uh, luxuries, I guess. Anyways, to find out more about the EOS Network, go to esonetwork.com. Go to esonetwork.com. I uh, think we're even going to have T-shirts and cups to sell. That would be kind of cool. What? <laughs> nice. Well, they put you guys' faces on there. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Jonathan. Now. Let me just go over what we're going to go over tonight. We are going to go over all the news that came out of the Disney Investor Day. There awesome. were so many, so many announcements for Star Wars, so many announcements for Marvel that it's kind of we're going to try to parcel through that and just kind of, you know, pick what we think is going to be the standout productions. And then towards the the last third of our show, we're going to go over the con guys person of the year <laughs> we have all had some input into that we put it together and um you guys don't even know we have, no. we have our top 11 choices counting down to number one is going to be cool and we don't oh, know no. the only person who knows about it i think is jim he's the only yeah, one right? who's seen this list it is, well i saw everybody's votes and everybody yeah. put it in we put it together and it's a great list you guys did a really good job and um for those of you who um may not know like time, every year time magazine does a person of the year and you know it's usually the person who the person the group the organization or something that makes the biggest stamp on society or culture for that year we're not going to go quite so political or big wide world we're going to talk in our own con comic-con universe who made the biggest marks this year and considering the kind of year we had I was kind of like really pleasantly surprised to find um, who we have on our list. It's really cool. Um, Katie, I do have to ask. I don't know if you want to talk about the. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Yeah, I, I sound a lot better. Um, you guys haven't heard me, but no, I'm doing okay. I, it's mostly just a sinusy thing now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's mostly, I'm hoping it's just a head cold. Uh, mm -hmm. I know it's that season as well. Um, I took a t test today waiting to hear back the results just to be safe so that I can go back to work safely without infecting more people. So, yeah. yeah. So hopefully I'll know tomorrow morning. Last time I took a test, uh, I did it the same same location, same way, and it, I found out the next morning. So Cool. Well, it's just right now it just hurts to breathe because I have like this sinusy thing going on. <laughs> oh, you know when you you know when you like are are swimming and you accidentally inhale water and yeah. it burns. That's kind of what's mm. going on. Or when you breathe in cold air, which we don't experience that cold of air here in California. But if you guys have ever been somewhere where there's snow or it's like under zero degrees and uh -huh. you inhale, it hurts your brain. It's kind of um, like that. Yeah. Her mm, nose hairs so. have been freezing. Oh my gosh. And Danae, I do have to ask because Danae and Derek were out and forth shopping, I guess, this week for the best kind of whatever to add to their coffee. I got to ask, what is it did you end up getting? Um, I ended up getting um, some rum chata and I put it in some lovely hot chocolate that was actually Swiss gift oh. from my roommates. All right. Speaking of drinks, does everybody have something for happy hour tonight? Water. 
Water's good. <laughs> oh, it's white wine from a box. Oh, good. Hey, <laughs> hey box wine is not always bad. All wine I, tastes the same. And if you spend more than $4 on a bottle of wine, you're an idiot. And it, there's a uh, lot more wine in it. Than a, there's a lot more wine in a box of wine than there I'm is. I'm a lot of idiot then. Mm -hmm. Danae, we're going to um, take you up to wine country. <laughs> we're going to leave the boxes behind. It does the job and it tastes good and I'm saving money. I will get my wine out of a box. Well, here's my my $4 um, eggnog right here with just a splash of brandy. It's very, very good. Cheeseman, what about you? And I am drinking uh, Frogtown Apollo 18. Uh, I think it's, it's a West Coast. IPA. I thought it was a hazy, but I guess it's just a regular IPA. I got one of those. I grabbed one of those too since um we have a lot to go he's, over to so we are thing, but also, also, got my Elvis cup. I totally didn't grab it, so I'm gonna go grab it real quick. But I got some I got some stuff from Hero Within today. Oh, very cool. So I'll be right back. Just give me like five seconds. I'm gonna go grab All right. it. And while you do that, Jonathan Wilkinson says it is 22 degrees here in with snow in Colorado. Jonathan, that's awesome. Hey, if you have a chance, Jonathan, you should uh, send us uh, a picture of the snow. I haven't seen any snow yet this year, especially Colorado snow. That would be great. A friend of mine who I used to work with, her name's Debbie. She was my manager when I was in my very first magazine job. She and her husband have moved up to Alaska, and she sends me pictures of they're on the bay, looking at the mountain range over the bay. And then last week, was it? She had she posted a video of like two or three moose, great big old moose, just kind of meandering through her yard, eating twigs and stuff. It's like dinosaurs. It's like watching Jurassic Park. It was fantastic. Moose are like scarier than bears, aren't they? Like, don't they <laughs> yeah. kill more people than bears or something crazy like that? Do they really? Yeah. Well, a moose's only predator is um, I'm sorry, the only animal that will go after a moose is an orca whale. A whale will go after a moose because. Mooses, meese, moose, moose, moose can swim underwater and eat different kinds of seaweed. And um, sometimes they do it in very deep areas and it's possible for an orca to come and eat them. That's like yeah. the only animal besides like a human with a gun, I guess, that can take down a moose. That's crazy, crazy. Can you imagine scuba diving and seeing that though? All right. Anyways, we have sorry. one more thing to kind of show you guys, though, to, to reveal. To reveal. We're doing a little bit of show and tell before we jump into the news of Disney Investor Day. Cheeseman, what you got there? For Are, we popping? Are we popping? Are we popping? Pop. Let's pop it. So we got the privilege of being early Funko Pop people. So I got... I just realized the very you're first of many of the Cheeseman Funko Pop. <laughs> I'm oh, taking yeah. mine out of the cap. <gasps> it's worthless now. It's out oh. of the box. It's out well, of the box. Well, it's not worthless to you guys. Twins, no. right? It's little mini me. I got my own baby, baby Yoda yeah. Cheeseman. And Katie really helped us to set this up. She told us about it and got us invited to the event. This is mine. This is me. I am dressed just like my Funko Pop right now. Take oh, off so the hats and the glasses. Let's see the real gym. Hey, Luke, <laughs> Luke says we need to take the. Oh. Whoops. Oh, uh, it's okay. It'll go back on. And then, wait, wait. This is the real gym. That is really. <laughs> boy. Oh, I like him. That kind of looks like me. 
Yeah, it looks exactly <laughs> like you. But anyways, Katie, can you I don't tell know, did I get it? Yeah. Well, that does look like you. Yeah. yeah. So this is something kind of new that Funko's doing. Katie, what is this? Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> My hair came off. Yeah, so Jim, you did get the one type of hair that does fall off, and that's the reason why it is the only hair that works with a hat. Oh. Uh, usually you can only get hat or hair, so should be good now. But Where's yeah, the- you can now make your, a pop of yourself at Funko Hollywood. Uh, so yeah, stop on by there if you guys want to make a pop of yourself. It's a pretty fun experience. You get to pick. There's a whole bunch of different options you can pick. It's all uh, done by the store so that it's COVID friendly. Mm-hmm. So you can you put in your little request form of what pieces you want, and then we make it for you. So look at Luke. And they're twenty five dollars. That's a pretty good deal, I think. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, that's over. that's great. Except for the you just don't have the facial hair. Maybe the next one can have facial hair. <laughs> A little, little stubble. Yeah, they wanted like a full beard type thing. And I'm like, eh, yeah, not a big beard kind of I get you. Guy. Actually, yeah. I think he's just gonna take over. I'm gonna yeah. peace out. I like it. Yeah. Well, it says yeah. That cute. shirt is literally like a spot on match. Like Isn't it crazy? Yeah. So you guys have to show you guys my hero within stuff I got though today. Oh yeah, let's see it. Yeah. So I got this D twenty pin. Wow, why is it blurry? Hold on. I'm trying to get it to focus. It's being weird. You can kind of see it. So yeah. it says it's a D20, 20-sided die used in Dungeons and & Dragons mm-hmm. and, uh, are, and other tabletop games. And it has only one. So that's like the worst number you can get because basically you'll fail at everything if you have a one. So it's the opposite. You want 20, but in D2020, not possible. And yep. I got my ornament, which is very, very shiny. Hold on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We got one too. I'll I'll show mine here in a there second. There we go. So cool. it has like nice. a mask. It has 2020. It has I voted. It has six feet. It has the BLM uh, handprint, hand hand fist. Uh, has fire. It's pretty great. That's cool. And remind people that's last week. Tony Kim was on the show from Hero Within. Yeah. He, he has a whole line of really cool stuff that commemorates. 2020 and as much as we'd like to make fun of it and say we hate it and we pretty much do it's kind of we're gonna see some stuff that like tonight when we go through our um person of the year stuff happened this year they were actually yeah. things that really made us smile so i am of the belief that in all things oh, nice. something. oh wow there's a picture. picture there there it is Ooh. a close-up from the tree behind me yeah but uh, it's like nice reflective. Yeah. I, I was surprised when I saw more yeah. pictures of it, how reflective it was, but yeah. it looks really cool. And the other side is just the hero within symbol. Yep. So, but you can't see because of the reflecting. There you go. There cool. it is. There go. Really cool. Yeah. Just, we just heard from the other sampling. He is almost here. They That's also nice are point. doing, they're also doing a promotion right now. I got an email about it where if you buy, two pins you get one free i don't know how much longer it goes for but i got that email today and they released another pin so yeah do tony did yes there's a promotion you can buy two get one free and the new pin that he released is also 2020 themed pin and it says 2020 and then it has one out of five out of four stars and says would not recommend (laughs) well well so does anybody else have anything cool that happened this week they want to talk about before we jump into the Disney Investor Day news? 
Anything else? I saw a dog today. Oh, oh, that's great. I it was so windy here in Los Angeles today. The the patio, the the big um, umbrella in the back patio. I just heard this big bang. I looked out the, the window. It's like two stories up. I had to run out. It was like flying up under the set and I had to pull it down. That was crazy. Yeah, was crazy. we Emily and I went to Little Tokyo to get some lunch after we got tested. And the the easy up was blowing that we were sitting waiting for our food. And we thought we were going to get like impaled by an umbrella. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> crazy. What's up, Derek? Hey. That's my brother. So, All right. I survived. Dear Bedtime Sam with these crazy kids, but you missed our Funko Pops. <laughs> oh wait, wait, oh. Here, look. Oh, show, show me, me show me. Mine went back in the box. <laughs> Luke, I love that you are dressed like the pop. Yeah, hey, wait, wait, wait. I, I was inspired. I'm actually trying to match my pop now. I can never get the. That's great. I, I'm dressed yeah. almost exactly like my pop. Yeah. I, got the, I got the hat, the black shirt. Yeah, that's and... the that's the that's the gym look. You know, Comic Con mm. every year. That's right. And what's cool, and I, like I haven't it. done it yet, but I also got these big, these little stickers. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm so you can them. make like a graphic tee. That some of some sticker packs you can get like a solid t-shirt, and they come with little sticker packs, so it can look like you can kind of wear like a graphic tee or something. So. Very cool. That's fun. I, I like the what I would do for mine. now, right? Yeah. Hey Derek, we are going to. I just want to have you had a chance to check out the. Uh, the list of everything. Um, I have not seen your list. I saw like some of the things people were submitting, but I've not seen what how the list ended up. Well, nobody has seen it. <laughs> no, no. no. You, guys got, you guys had some great suggestions. What we're going to do is I'm going to go. We're going to go start at number eleven, go through number one, mm -hmm. and I'll give you some clues and see if you guys can guess who we are talking about. But first, we're going to Derek introduce yourself to everybody. Well, first, I'm really glad that our list goes to 11. Yes. All the way up to 11. Yes, all the way up to 11. Hi, I'm Derek. I'm one of the regular con guys, a contributor to theconguy.com. Um, sad that we're not doing conventions this year, but my life has been turned upside down lately anyway. Um, yeah. And Derek, we'll have to fill you in a little bit later. We are now, our audio version of our podcast is part of the ESO network of podcasts. It is huge. Oh. It's an awesome thing. Those guys are great. They, it's a, a, a network of podcasts about all things geek, just up our alley. That's and great. Since we are in the mood to talk about all things geek, let's talk about Disney. Um, I'm, I'm blanking right now. Disney, Disney Legends. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I do this, Derek. Derek, you were asking questions the other day. We asked Danae, what did you buy to put in your coffee? Remember? I mean, oh, I, I mean, I put some was, rum chata yeah. in it. Oh, wait, that was you that just sent both those questions. Yeah, that, that was, was the name. Yeah, oh, he doesn't drink anymore because he's a dad and he's boring. Well, <laughs> basically, <laughs> uh, right. no, boring is not. I would not describe this house as boring at this point. So, so last Thursday, it was December the tenth, twenty twenty. I almost said nineteen something. Mm -hmm. December 10th, 2020, the Walt Disney Company mm. gave a four and a half hour presentation about all things streaming, all things production, all mm. things Marvel, Star Wars, FX, Disney that is coming um, to the company. And boy, oh boy, if you were not sitting there paying attention, there was a lot of stuff that was just flying out there. So many people have been talking about it already. 
but we are definitely going to um Jonathan just sent us a video. We will try to get that on. But um anyway, so we're going to start first with the big news, which was Star Wars. And I just got to say for those of you who are worried that we didn't have enough Star Wars in our life, I just got to tell you, worry no more because oh we have one more thing though. I I apologize. Katie, I want you to explain this. My tree? Yeah, wait, no, this. Oh, that? Okay. Oh. So that is our second tree. Uh, and uh, Jim and Luke understand the whole concept of having more than one tree at Christmas. Um, <laughs> my roommate and I don't have space to put a full tree up. Uh, and then I bought her this a few months back. Uh, it's an 18-inch baby group pop. It's Foco started making 18-inch pops. This is one of, like, a few of them that they made. She wanted it. Of course, I had to buy it for her. She was really sad. She's like, I can't afford it. I'm like, call it an early Christmas present. And so <laughs> I turned it into one of our trees. And what's hanging on it are little Funko Pop keychains. And I just wrapped garland around him, and he is our Funko tree. That's I think Funko that's awesome. Tree. I love it. I am Groot. Yes. Right. And then the other one is honestly just the top of our tree. <laughs> that we that of my roommate's fake tree. We just started using just the the small top part of it because we can't fit the whole thing. Uh, it's a seven foot tree and it's really wide. We can't fit it. So it took us some some work to try to get it to stand up because we couldn't find a stand that was would fit for it. So what I ended up doing was getting a big brick of floral foam and a PVC oh. pipe. I stuck the PVC pipe into the square brick of floral foam and then put that in a vase and then put the tree stand into the PVC pipe. And that was our tree stand. That's so, brilliant. There's no That's theme to it this year. Last year it was themed Harry Potter and it was all different colors depending on the houses. I just couldn't do it this year. So, yeah. For four and a half hours, Disney Investor Day, they presented, I don't know if you guys know, they, they actually filmed this from the stages where they filmed Mandalorian. And oh. it was really wow. cool. That's where this was broadcast from. And I was about to say, I've heard a lot of chatter online. A lot of people are excited about some stuff, ambivalent about some other stuff. But the one thing that we can no longer say is this. There is nothing coming from Star Wars. Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy, we're looking nothing. at a picture for those of you who are listening, standing in the middle of what? I think it was like around 10 to 12 different announcements that were made. So, Danae, why don't you start us off and let us know kind of a... Why don't you start us off? Because there's so many announcements um, coming up. There are so many. Oh, man. Okay. I know we all love Mandalorian. And I know that we all had just like a great day when we saw Ahsoka finally arrive. Um, one of my best friends actually named her cat Ahsoka. So when she just showed up at the Mandalorian, we were so excited. We got even more excited when we found out we're getting an Ahsoka like live action limited series. Yep. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be starring Rosario Dawson, obviously, because that woman is awesome and she gets to be in DC and Marvel and Rent and now Star Wars. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I love the way you said you had to throw Rent in there. I loved her in Rent. She was it great. Was so she was and, and she was one of the few people in the movie who was not from the original Broadway cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the yeah. way, this is big news. I mean, it, it was rumored for a bit of time that Rosario was going to get her own series, but for people who are fans, um, of Clone Wars, and then her ridiculously awesome uh, appearance on The Mandalorian. This is very cool. I, I I can't be more happy about this. And I mean, executive producers Dave Favroni and John Favreau, the hero of Star Wars. Like, there's 
there's nothing not to love. It's all going to be amazing. And I'm so excited. Yep. But, but wait, there's more. Um, right. Yeah. Rangers of the New Republic is coming. And it's going to be like within the whole Mandalorian timeline. It's live action again. More John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Uh, just, uh, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I do got to agree. Dave Filoni and John Favreau right now, they are really on a creative streak. They are hitting their stride. And uh, a lot of people are saying they're basically, I don't want to say this because this makes Star Wars fans mad when I say this, but they're saving Star Wars right now. I, I, I concur. I'm a fan of all the movies. I like them all, but I do agree that this feels different. This this new direction, the limited series, feels a bit more, uh, I don't know, a bit more old school, which I'm really happy about. Rangers of the New Republic is great. Great, great, great. Oh, I'm so excited. But wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> Andor is going to be a spy thriller, and it's going to be coming in 2022. And it's got Diego Luna in it from, <laughs> you guys might remember, Cassie Andor. Um, Rogue One Star Wars Story, which is one of my favorite Star Wars films. I'm probably going to get roasted for that, but I don't care. It's amazing, right? No, it's, like, it's Yeah, it's like the one Star Wars movie that my roommate likes. Like, she doesn't really care for any other, other ones except for Rogue One. Um, yeah, oh, Dylan Skarsgård is going to be in it. Um, Adriana Droney, Fiona Shaw, Denise Gao, Kyle Soler, um, so many more. Fiona it's, Shaw, it's, that's, that's going to be fun. Oh, right. Oh, she kind of belongs in the oh, Star Wars that universe. That's Aunt, Aunt Petunia. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's in, also in Killing Eve, which is a show that probably only Katie would like, but it's really well, good. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. I'm super excited about this because they're going to be featuring Mon Mothma in this. Yeah. Her, yeah. Uh, just there's a huge list of cast members and yep. it's going to get even better. Okay. Probably the biggest news, though. This oh, is my, my favorite one. Oh, so um, and like, yeah, it's gonna have Ewan McGregor, who, if like, I mean, if Alec Guinness can't do it, that's my very next choice. Yeah, just <laughs> so you know, it's pronounced Ewan McGregor. Ye okay, fine. What did she say? I said Ewan. It's I don't know what you're talking about. Derek's correcting nothing, like he always mm -hmm. does. It was obviously <laughs> Ewan that I said. Mm -hmm. Anyways, special event series on Disney Plus. Um, I don't think we have a date for that one yet, but um, yeah, it's going to come ten years after Revenge of the Sith, which was episode mm. three. Yep. And yes, I I knew that. Um, you know what? Anyways, I'm, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep going. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, probably the most exciting part of it is um, Hayden Christensen is going to be back. It, it's Hayden. Just kidding. What'd you say? It's Hayden. Hadden, just Hadden and Owen are coming back for another one. Kenobi style. Here's the deal. That's I feel as if he has gotten the short end of the stick. He's gotten too much vile. They're feeling the force right now. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's pulling a baby <laughs> Yoda from the past it's episode. Like a great he's way to have your friend. Oh, yeah, he's floating in the force. Room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hayden Christensen. I am so glad this is happening because. Derek says the power in their house just cut off. Well, you I should just someone needs to take a picture Yoda of this. Well, he comes back. Oh, Derek. The revolution has begun. Everybody grab your go bags. But anyways, Hayden Christensen, he's getting a, another chance to come back with he's I have a feeling um his I love George Lucas, but let's just say he's gonna get a different director and I bet he's gonna tear into this part and it's gonna be it's mm -hmm. gonna get 
So when it says special event series, what do they mean by that? Probably like one season. Okay, so it's it's like kind of like a limited series. Oh, like it's a, yeah. yeah. Or oh, a mini okay. series. Like there's like, right. like though, like this is apparently um, when Kathleen Kennedy was announcing this, she says, so they're gonna have another meetup. Like the the showdown is coming. So I guess Obi-Wan and and Darth Vader, they have had you know, when we saw New Hope, they met up. When we saw Revenge of the Sith, they met up. But we have no idea if they ever met up in between. We, I assumed he was just in hiding. Obi-Wan was Maybe just in Zoom chatted. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm super excited. I think this is, of all those of all the shows, this is the one I'm most excited about. Because Thank Obi-Wan you. is has always been one of my favorite Star Wars characters. So, And I love June McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. So... I'm really excited. And that that scene, the last time we saw them, you know, in episode three is devastating. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Even though you knew it was coming, it's so heartbreaking. So does, for, does Ewan, I mean, because we're going to see where he finds out that Darth Vader or Hayden Christensen is still alive, you know, you know, because he kind of leaves them to die at the edge of a pit, not knowing if he's going to survive. Yeah. Later on, he knows that he's alive, but mm-hmm. we're do, I don't know. Where did you come up with the story about yet this man murdered your father, Luke? And he, you know, I want all the backstory. I'm just so stoked about that. I want to see yeah. them fight again. Yeah. And just badass Vader, because the best part of Rogue One was the end when Vader just went on this like little like rampage and that just going to that final shot, like that last yeah. 10 minutes was just, I just wish the whole movie felt like good. And so they're going to give us more of that now. Yeah, here's my prediction. If this is well received, we're gonna have a Vader series. It's gonna happen. All right. I still I want the Skywalker one with Sebastian Stan to play uh, Luke, young Luke Skywalker, and it could be narrated by Mark Hamill as an older Luke before oh, be uh, cool. before Force Awakens. As soon as I saw that picture of Sebastian Stan, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with cool. that. All right, Danae, you have another one. Um, yeah. Also, really quick, just coming back um, to what Katie said, like Sebastian Stan, I think will be an amazing Luke or anything yeah. because that man could play Annie in Little Orphan Annie, and he'd be the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Finally, the last one that Jim let me talk about, except for one I'm going to steal from him later. Um, for everybody who is a fan of the Clone Wars, we have the Bad Batch coming out. Uh, Disney Plus is just the best investment anybody could ever have made, ever. Um, anyways, it's going to follow um, just some of the experiment experimental clones <laughs> as they just kind of move through the ever-changing galaxy and the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Um, here, let me read what's written on a, a unique squad of clones who genetically from their brothers in the clone army each possess a singular exceptional skill that makes them extraordinary effective soldiers and a formidable crew crew oh that sounds awesome animated series coming to disney plus if you're not on disney plus get disney plus because it's amazing and they were featured in clone wars and it's one of the most popular stories out of clone wars how did we i guess it's the explanation of how the stormtroopers they're not all clones anymore you know they they become different things maybe this is we're gonna Find out why. Derek's back. Woo! Hey. Just in time. Momentarily, yeah. <laughs> Our power flipped off. You know, blame the kids. They're just sucking the energy out of everything. 
Yeah. Hey, Derek, have, if you have not had a chance to, to look at the the list, I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and take this next section because I, yeah, I well, I have looked at a little bit of it. Oh, um, you want to go ahead and like continue and tell us some more of the Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, so I mean, continuing with this really long list of Star Wars things happening. I need more Disney. wine. Um, <laughs> okay, good luck with that. Um, so Star Wars Visions uh, looks like will be a series of animated short films. Yep. Looking at um, using a lot of anime and just doing new creative takes on the, the Star Wars galaxy. Cool. Which sounds like a lot of fun. Um, Anthology Collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. That's cool. so cool. And I then, haven't heard about that one. Mm -hmm. I hadn't either. Yeah. And another great one that has been announced is Lando, which from what I understand is bringing back Donald Glover as Lando. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's from, uh, let's see, Justin Simeon, the creator of Dear White People, uh, who's also a huge Star Wars fan, apparently. And they're calling That's it an Avengers cool. series. We all knew that there was more Lando story to go. Yeah. And I I did enjoy him as Lando in the, the Solo movie, which I think the Solo movie gets a bad rep. I think like, yep. it was fun. Um, it's one of those movies that like, okay, is there any reason that this actually needs to exist? I mean, we did, it didn't have to be there, but... It was fun to watch, um, and it was it was better than a lot of people made it out to be. We've got a special guest just kind of popping in. Oh yeah! What's up? Hey, Cameron Depot. How are you doing? Happy holidays, my friend. Oh, merry all of the things. <laughs> <laughs> you're so festive right now. It's like you're the red and green ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Some but, uh, fan made like a super mega force red and green Gokai silver. I don't know if you guys have seen that art, but it's uh, it's out there, and oh, I wish I could have that costume. Hey Cameron, could you um for those who um are just who may not be as familiar with you or who are just listening, they're not watching. Can you introduce yourself real quick? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Shook. Uh, Handshake. I'm. I'm just a you know lowly, barely working actor who was once on a show that many, many in the lovely geek world love called Power Rangers. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I was on 20th, 20th and 21st uh, seasons of Power Rangers called Super Mega Force, and I was the Silver Ranger. Fantastic. He's also a friend of the show. We've um, Talked with him a couple times at some of the conventions. He's been so gracious to be on some of the panels with us at the at uh, WonderCon, and hopefully we'll we can make it happen at Comic Con once the world opens back up. But he was on a panel with us this summer, and as of yet, the biggest um, episode we've ever had. So thank you so much for making that such a big success. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cameron, did you get a chance to um, hear about any? of the news coming out from the Disney Investor Day, the Star Wars news, the, the Marvel news, all that stuff. It's okay. You can deal with yeah. I watched, I watched some of it, and then I kind of scrolled through Disney's big Twitter thing thread that they had. And, I mean, <laughs> I can't even remember half of them because it was like a 300 tweet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but as an actor, that stuff, has to be pretty exciting. I mean, yeah, my chances for joining the Star Wars universe just got that much bigger which is pretty rad <laughs> that would be really dope i think uh and same with the marvel universe i mean it would be really cool to join that some at some point in the near future 
But uh, did any of the um, did any of the Star Wars things stick out to you in particular? Rogue, uh, the Rogue Squadron one probably stuck out the most. One that Patty Jenkins is going to direct. Yeah, I we're got... about to get to that. Yeah, that's cool. So we... okay, but uh, so we we all saw that commercial that she filmed for it when she talks about her about her dad being a pilot and everything. That was really special. I I thought that was a really cool way to introduce it. That was pretty amazing. That that made me think she was the absolute perfect person for this job. That was so great. That and Wonder Woman, of course. Oh, well. All right. I'm stoked for that. So we're going to jump back in. Hey, Cameron, feel free to jump in. Stay as long as you would like. Uh, we're, we actually talk about something that's really close to you a little bit later in the show, but we're not quite to that yet. But Derek was taking us through some of the Star Wars announcements that were made. So, Derek, yeah, so we, so we were just talking about Lando. Um, the next one is The Acolyte, which is created by Leslie Headland, the creator of um, the Netflix series Russian Doll that was very well loved, critically acclaimed. Um, or at least she's... Yeah, I say creator, and actually, I don't know how if who knows who actually had the germ of the idea to begin with. But <laughs> the acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So, the final days of the High Republic—that's around like prequel era. Um, sounds pretty cool. I like the idea. I love. I love that we're getting so many different genres. I think High Republic might be. Is that, if I'm not mistaken, was that like 100 or 200 years before prequels? Oh, am I confused? Yeah, I, you're thinking like, I think. I may be completely wrong because I know that the uh, Lucasfilm's coming out with a whole new series of books called The High Republic, and it's supposedly based 200 years in the past. Oh, okay. Prequels, to okay. See when, to see that what used to be before the era of oh. Skywalker, before any of that happened. So it's a brand new story altogether. Although this right here, the emergence, from what I understand, of the dark side of the force. This is where it starts coming out. So mm -hmm. it's kind of cool to, to have this. This is going to be okay, really I'm even cool. more intrigued now that you've said that. Yeah, sounds really cool. Uh, so another thing on the list is um, a droid a droid story, which uh, apparently we're going to be introduced to a new a new droid hero. Um, and this says guided by legendary duo R2D2 and C3PO. So, you know, those are Whoa. probably my favorite characters in the Star Wars universe. So I'm glad to see that again. Um, they're kind of like, you know, the Abbott and Costello of Star Wars. But it says. Um, they were based on Abbott and Costello. <laughs> yeah. Um, visual. Uh, the intersection of animation and visual effects offers new opportunities to explore. Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, um, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure film for Disney Plus, A Droid Story, uh, which sounds really great. And then, not actually another another series that I'm very excited about. Not actually Star Wars, but still something from George Lucas. Um, Willow. It's pronounced Wait. Yolo. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Danae. No. Correct. Is Ward Davis who's coming uh, back for that? Or not? Ward yeah. Davis? Yeah. Ward Davis. As I understand, oh, yes, nice. and it's set. It's set several decades later, so within the timeline, it's still like you know, he's just playing the same character oh, again. Disney better not kill him. That's what they're good at with some of these things. Like we'll we'll bring Warwick yeah. back, but we'll kill him like in the first uh, couple episodes. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. 
<laughs> so the description here says Willow set decades after Ron Howard's 1990, 1988 movie continues the spirit of adventure, heroics and humor. The original film in this new series debuting on Disney plus in 2022 Warwick Davis will return in the role of the great sorcerer Willow of good with John Chu director of the groundbreaking crazy rich Asians directing the pilot, which I really loved Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know about the rest of y'all. It was quite a lot of fun. I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah. I'm the one person who should have seen it, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> I saw it with Lara and uh, some other couple friends that we had, and we realized that it was like three Asian women taking their white husbands. It was kind of funny. but <laughs> yeah, Like three middle-class Asians and their white husbands. Yeah. But we all had a good time. Anyway, yeah, Willow I am excited about. I hope I hope they handle it well. Um, and if they don't kill him off, that would really suck. But, and I really hope that at some point they bring in some of the other actors from the original. Cause you know, Val Kilmer. Well, he's, he's in the new Top Gun. So <laughs> I would, I would just enjoy seeing some people come back. You know, um, I like the kind of thing. Cameron, what are you saying? Tear me or no? Not really. Yeah. It's in and out. Let me take these off. I think my Ooh. mic dies on these. Okay. All right. All right. How about so, now? That's yeah, better. Yeah. Better. We got. You. Yeah. All I said was just at what capacity is Kilmer going to be in? Because I I know that he is not looking so great right now, and his his temperament is a lot more eccentric than it than it once was. I think so. It's a, it just it would be interesting to see him back on mm -hmm. the big screen like that, or back on the screen like that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I don't think anything's been announced. It would just be fun. Yes. And you know what? I think people, different people have been doing his voice, but he's still been acting. Cause, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think yes. because of the voice problems, they just kind of do a voiceover for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to be odd. I, I, I hope he's wearing a lot of scarves. He looks yeah. good in a scarf. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so Cameron, I noticed that uh, since we're having a happy hour, you did join us in a, in a beverage. What you drinking? Oh, uh, this is sort of, uh, it's not embarrassing, but it's definitely not craft beer. It's a good old classic, bud. Hey. There you go. It's okay, I'm All drinking American. water. Because Maybe I'm he's watch he was watching know. the Browns game, too. <laughs> they just lost the Ravens by just like a freaking field goal, although that they got a safety because they did one of those flea flicker plays. Are you a Browns fan? I am. I'm from Ohio, so, you know, you right. check. Pick the Bengals, but it's just kind of a tragic <laughs> life being a Browns fan. Like, Derek and I understand all of those words separately. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Katie. Yeah. Well, um, also announced some movies. What movies did they announce? Yeah, I'm going to start with Star Wars since we're kind of on Star Wars, and then I will go into the stuff that is not Star Wars related. Cool. So uh, there is the new Star Wars feature, brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker and Academy Award winner Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika. 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 Thank you. Uh, My hero. Is in development, and it says Taika's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique said kathleen kennedy his enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that the audiences are in for an unforgettable ride i'm this i love taika waititi so i'm i'm on board i'm on board we don't know much he, about it he but. saved the thor franchise in my opinion same he yes. directed a great episode of mandalorian last season he he he's ready it was also chris's yeah. idea right like chris hemsworth is like i only want to do it if do we kind of 
switch Change it up, it. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so really excited about that. And then there is Rogue Squadron, which I know Cameron mentioned a little bit earlier, which is also uh, a game that came out as well. There's a game called Squadrons out right now for VR, which is apparently really fun. I don't do VR, but apparently it's really fun. Uh, but you don't do VR? I, A, don't have the capabilities to, but that's a little bit too immersive for me. And I, yeah, I feel like to I would, a year from now, she'll be doing well, it. I just yeah, feel yeah. like I'd be knocking stuff over constantly. Oh, like, but it's a, I don't know. We'll the together. Maybe, 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 maybe it'll come in the future. Who knows? But apparently it's really fun. I haven't been able to watch any of the gameplay of it yet, but they're doing a film. Uh, which is uh, to hit the big screen, of course, and it's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins. So mm-hmm. Wonder- she did Wonder Woman, so that'll be really exciting. Uh, the story will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing high-speed thrill ride and moves the saga in the future era of the galaxy. And it's so going to be after Christmas- episode nine. Yeah, Christmas 2023. So we have a few years. Yeah, that's hey, like four years from now. Hey, Brad. <laughs> he didn't tell any of us, Brad. He didn't tell any of us. So. You didn't tell me Mr. Cameron Jeeva was going to be on tonight. I would have been on time. He, Brad, not- Brad, send us some of those new Fight Club picks. Did he? Oh, yeah, Cameron. Yeah, those he did some good awesome, shots with Cameron that were like Fight Club looking. I did Fight Club. For- oh, yeah, I did fight. I did some from, yeah. You're not we supposed to talk to- about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're not supposed, not to, supposed talk to talk about, about those photos. Oh, right, real yeah. quick. Yeah. Real quick, um, from the Red Eye Leader. Hi. Ooh, hi. What hi. did you get? <laughs> I responded to him on Twitch. Oh, talking yeah. Marvel Disney stuff after this. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. So Thank we're you. going there. Don't worry. Yeah. So on. Oh, that's a good tangent, though. That's a good way to. I mean, segue. Good segue because yep. uh, other Lucasfilm announcements. Indiana Jones. Oh, one of my favorite. Finally. One of my favorite franchises, uh, and as unpopular as it was by a lot of people, I did enjoy the fourth movie. Was not the best movie. The third one fourth is always movie? going to be my favorite. The third one will always be my favorite. But there they are only three. announced. <laughs> they there announced that they're in production yeah. of the next installment, um, and James Mangold is directing it, uh, right. and Indiana Jones himself, Harrison Ford, will be back. That's going to be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But to be back to continue his character journey, and it'll be in July 2022. I think a quick tangent. When I heard this announcement, I just about like jumped through the play glass window. I was so excited. This is me hearing this announcement right now, and I'm, I'm, so I'm just excited. thinking they better not kill him. Um, I don't think they will. Well, they want to keep that franchise going. Okay, they better not kill Indiana Jones, but they also better not kill Harrison Ford in filming this because the guy is kind of old now. Yeah. And he's had some bad luck. Like always his deal for coming back. Like, I'll do it if you kill me. <laughs> yeah. Harrison Ford will outlive all six of us. Well, They're just going to put him in a wheelchair for this. As long as he keeps dressing up like a hot dog on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. As long as he doesn't fly his young. plane into the middle of the 405 freeway anymore. I think the biggest <laughs> thing with this film that I feel like they needs, it needs to be is that they need to set up for when someone else is going to take the reins as Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. If we want to keep yeah. making these movies in the in the future, you need to have some sort of, you know, James Bond-esque quality, which was talked about, I know, in our group chat. There needs to be something that can take it into the next decade and be like, who's going to be the next James, who's going to be the next Indiana Jones? So, or they can just Fraser. let it rest. No, yeah, or just some legitimate closure, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Or that. 
But why not do? I like the James Bond idea. Let it keep going, but get a different Indiana Jones, a, a, another smart Maybe. ass life tracking something. I don't know. I mean, Helen yeah. Montana Jeff. Yeah. Bring Shia LaBeouf back. Well, oh. bring Shia LaBeouf back, but kill him in the opening sequence. Jokes <laughs> <laughs> on like monkey vines and all. Wait, Danae, who are you suggesting? Oh, I said Brendan Fraser. Like I have wanted ben Brendan Fraser to be in Indiana Jones since 1999. Like well, I will. Proved he could do it in uh, Mummy. The, the Mummy movies. Mm -hmm. He did yeah, hurt himself pretty badly. Hurt, in... Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I think he yeah, would I mean, be amazing, even though he's not really doing stunts the same way anymore. Like right, I, I still stand Brendan Fraser, and I would I'm, love to see him play somebody like Indiana Jones. Yeah. It would be good, but it'd be great to get like somebody that could. I, I me Doug and Jones. Fraser were around the same age, so I'm not gonna. I can say he's old. <laughs> You know, he really could be our opportunity for, uh, like, an American James Bond. Like, we, I know that we have the Jason Bourne thing going, but that was not a, in the vein of James Bond at all. No. And I think if they did it right, they could transition it into that kind of a saga where he can, where the character continues on as this legendary, smooth, suave, dangerous kind of. Well. You know, we already established that Indiana is not his real name. Yes. So Why somebody else. Junior. Yeah, Henry Jones Jr. So somebody else could just start calling himself Indiana. The dog. They're going to make a show about the dog. Hey, I that watch would it. be amazing. I, I would watch it. Jonathan Wilkinson says, "I'll be Indy. I'm unknown. I'm a smartass, and I can totally do it." <laughs> How about right, we cast this know. guy right here? But, <laughs> no. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome! Nice Fight Club oh, photo. Man. Um, who is that? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it actually took me a second. I was like, hang on. Should I know who that is? And then I realized, oh yeah, it's that guy in the corner of the screen. I tell you what, Brad does awesome stuff. That's that's a, that looked great. Yeah. Cameron, good job. That's a really kick-ass photo. Hey, that's all Brad. I just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to lick a Sparkly ball. Was that your idea or his idea? What to lick the sparkly ball? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was mine. It probably wasn't the best idea thinking back on it, but it looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was clean. Hopefully, I hope Brad washes this stuff. There's a pandemic on, you know. Yeah, I never, I never actually licked. All right, made sure no. not to. half his people put on the same like leather suit. I don't know if he's ever cleaned that. Wait, I, no. Can we say Brad's <laughs> comment, or is it too? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. No, Ben. Affleck. No, why would Ben Affleck do it? That would be terrible. Nobody said that. We said yeah. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is I mean, we're not talking about Jack Ryan here, who get, who has been played by multiple actors, yeah. one of which was so Ben Affleck. that's the only other one that could really be sort of our American James Bond. There is one actor that's yeah. been rumored for a while to be in talks. Who do you think? Star-Lord, man. Star-Lord. Chris Oh, Brown. Yeah. He's in. Yeah, it could work. It could work. He's a boy. I was gonna say Alden Ehrenreich because he played Young Solo. That oh, would yeah, be really weird. Cool. It would be strange for him to play he Young Solo to... and then be Indiana Jones too. He'd have to be I a little could... bit more frenetic, though. Like, ah, I mm -hmm. can kind of see that. Yeah. Like, I generally like him as an actor. Like, um, in Hail Caesar, he's great, and he's. I didn't like. Um, on Peacock, the new Brave New World series they did. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I mean, his performance is good, you know. So, Katie, is there any other movies coming from Lucasfilm? 
Uh, Lucasfilm is Children of Blood and Bone. The Lucasfilm catalog is expanding further with a story that will introduce a new hero and explore an original world that feels perfectly paired with Lucasfilm storytelling. Mm -hmm. Tommy Adam... Adam... I, it's Adiemi. I've heard it and now I can't remember. It's yeah. pronounced aged cheese. <laughs> we'll be back. All right. The story will center on a young African girl's heart racing quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Magi. Lucasfilm will partner with 20th Century Studios of this coming of age adventure. Has anyone else read this book? Give me one no, second. Have you? I, I listened to the audiobook of it, and so did my wife. And oh, it's cool. it's very interesting because um, it is like this epic fantasy kind of. But if I, the way it reads, it's kind of like it's in this sort of an epic fantasy world, but it's very African themed. Whereas, you know, what we're used to for a lot of epic fantasy stuff, like, like Lord of the Rings is kind of set in like this English or European setting. This one is like, it's all African based and it's, it is, it is quite cool in that sense. And um, yeah, this, the whole idea is that you had people with magic powers and that was like, there was a kind of a war and it was outlawed and there's press. And then she like discovers that she's got powers, but she's got to keep them hidden. And um, there's, there's all kinds of interesting stuff. There's intrigue and betrayal and a huge long quest for the whole thing. And when I went through the book, I mean, it is quite long and it is, it is pretty epic. Just there are some huge events happening in like major set pieces in a whole lot of places throughout the story, I think. Um, wow. so it definitely makes sense discover? for it to be a series rather than a movie. How did you discover okay. this? How did I discover it? I think I think yeah. Lara recommended it to me. I think she read or listened to it and said something about it. And then I found it and listened to the audiobook. You know, I love using the library, uh, Libby, like Overdrive or Libby. The app is just really nice. Um, What's it called? Yeah, so we, and I'm not sure how Lara discovered it. Somebody might have recommended it to her or she might have just stumbled across it. But It's called Children of Blood and Bone. Yeah. That sounds amazing, too. Like, that mm -hmm. is totally something that I would read and love. That sounds really cool. That's something new for Lucasfilm. I'm, I, I'm really impressed. Hey, I got a question for you, Mr. Gibo. I have an answer for you. Hopefully. All right. Here's the question. Okay. Let me get your head back in. There we go. So, one of the one of the criticisms that came out about Lucasfilm when they were coming out with the the, the most recent trilogy plus the standalone films in between yeah. is that they were squeezing too much content out of Star Wars way too quickly. They, in other words, they're throwing out, what do you think about what's happening right now? Are they doing that again, or is this a good thing? I never heard that criticism. Well, not from... My echo chamber is all Hollywood, right? So we're, we're all kind of stoked when more stuff comes out. Um, yeah. But if that criticism was happening... And now all those same people who are criticizing it are just going apeshit over all the announcements. You're kind of shooting yourself in the foot there with your with your own argument. I think it's great. I think, I mean, yep. I have my own thoughts on the economic outcome of Marvel or Disney owning everything and all that. But I, I think more is better. And everybody's going to now have something else to watch over the next you know, 100 years. So I'm stoked <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, I, I think... I don't think they're squeezing too much out of it. I love expanding universes and there's clearly fan bases for every single one of the things that they've announced. And I mean, they, aside from star Wars and, and Marvel, there's 
like there's a freaking there's a new Mighty Ducks series coming out, right? I like, know. Like they're just expanding on things that people already love, and you can't blame them for it. They just it's a pretty good idea, and so far I'm pretty stoked on all of it. <laughs> I am too. And the premise of the new Mighty Ducks series is pretty awesome. Like the Mighty Ducks have grown into this uh, prestige uppity Premier League that they don't really allow the young kids who off the street to play anymore. So what happens? Gordon Bombay comes back and he's going to take those young kids off the street. They have never been on the ice before. And he's going to turn them into a team. That's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm super pumped with that. I'm pumped. I just love hockey stuff so much. So I'm down. <laughs> oh yeah. So, all right. Speaking of all stuff, star Wars, all, st <laughs> all stuff, Marvel. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Marvel. This is this is basically like a Hall H panel for Star Wars, and then the next Hall H panel was Marvel. They kind of stepped out on the case. I'm going to go ahead and start us off here because boy, did we have some announcements. First one up, January 15, WandaVision. This looks like such a different kind of show, but wow, Marvel is really hitting on all fronts here. What do you, what do you guys think about WandaVision from what you've seen so far? I want to know what Snapchat filter they were smoking when they came up with this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, like so I, based off of what I've been told about the comics, uh, I, I know a big question people have been having is how are they going to simultaneously merge MCU Marvel with Fox Pictures Marvel and enter WandaVision. And I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen as for if i think i'm going to like it i have no idea it looks really weird and i'm not saying i don't like weird things but it's going to it's going to have to be done in a really really good way for me to be interested in it here's my sense. guess for what's happening i and i do not know but it looks like it starts off with this ozzy and harriet existence of wanda and vision but it's not real because they switch into the 70s and then they switch into the 80s. Did you see the preview of the 80s version of Wanda with the great big hair? Great. So I think what's happening is they are, from what I understand, and I, I was I read about it last week and it's really kind of cool. There's an organization that's keeping Wanda under wraps. They're trying to keep her down. And this is all in her mind. And, mm. and, they're, and it's an organization that's going to um, – feature very prominently in the MCU going forward. I wish I could remember it because their names, you could see their names if you zoom in on one of the uh, the trailers. It, it kind of gave away that it's this organization that's trying to uh, infiltrate. So it's going to be very cool. I'm just curious if Vision is actually back or is it just a, a hallucination that they're... I mean, as far as I know, I mean, from what I know of the comics, it's all, it's all part of what she is doing. She's creating a Reality, her own reality. So, I mean, so she's Tony also, Stark could be back. She's also pregnant, and he is a robot. So, I I know my very first comic book I ever got. Let me see if I have it right here. Oh, here it is. Don't oh. don't make it fall apart, Jim. No, this you is my very fragile. I just took it out. This is this is Wanda. She turns into this mighty witch, and where's her husband? Oh, she was married to Vision at the time. And to this day, I think in the comics, they're still married. So hmm. we'll see. They Hold had, up so we can see it. Oh, let me see. It's Actually, this is the second one I had. 
This might be the story where Wanda loses her mind. Come on. Give it on the big screen. There we go. Yeah. And she, yeah. Where Wanda loses her mind because she's so powerful. I would love if this is the story they were doing, but I don't think that's the one. That, oh, wait. Here we go. Oh, this is the one. This is, that's Wanda from the comics, 1979, my very first comic book I ever had. So, yeah. So she's one of my favorite characters. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her just really cut loose and, uh, show her true power. So that's going to be very cool. I'm, I'm excited for WandaVision. Also, it's going to have Paul Bettany is going to be in it. Elizabeth Olsen, of course, is the star. Catherine Hahn's going to be part of it. Kat Dennings is coming back in. Randall Park. Tiona Parrish. She's playing, I think she, isn't she playing the grown-up version of the character from Captain Marvel, the, the little girl? I wish I knew everybody's name. All right, real quick. Since we're kind of running short on time, I'm going to gonna go a little bit faster. The next big one coming out in March, Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's not a lot we can say about it. It stars Bucky. It stars uh -huh. Falcon. And uh, they're teaming up. I know, who knows what they're doing, but it's going to be kind of cool. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll watch it. Doesn't it's matter. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. it's this was part of the comic series for a long time, these two. This is quite My cool. only thing, and this is nitpicking, is it should have been called Falcon and Winter Soldier, not The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Like, why did you add the two thes? It's so awkwardly long. It doesn't flow. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Do we, Drop do we have any idea? call with Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. My wife just handed me one of the kids. Okay. Oh, you better burp that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Cameron? Do we do we have any indication of the tone of the show or like what what's the vibe? Is it kind of just like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing where they just keep expanding, or is it a really sort of compact just about those two and their and their adventures, or? It seems like it's kind of just continuing on what happens after Endgame. That's what it, I got oh. from the from the trailer, because obviously he has the S.H.I.E.L.D., so we know Captain America is no longer in the picture. So mm -hmm. I think it's kind of just them continuing on their Avengers duties, but that's all I've gotten from the trailer but so far. I think it's closer in tone to Winter Soldier. It's going to have Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter. Oh, We're going to also, Daniel Brühl is back as Baron Zemo. So no. that's yeah. the So the story of Civil War is, it looks like it's going to be continued on here. So I'm, yeah. it's really exciting. I'd love to see like Shane Black come on board for that. Cause there are a couple moments in the trailer that feel a little like Shane Black. So if he came in and directed some episodes, I think that'd be really cool. With the banter hey. between the two of them. Hey, Danae. What's is there another series that might be kind of exciting for you? I don't know, maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh oh, she's blushing. Um, Loki is coming <laughs> to Disney Plus on May 2021, which I think it was actually supposed to debut this year, but um, you know, COVID. Um, I am so excited. I have been, I mean, in 2012, I had a bracelet that said Loki's Army. So I have been waiting <laughs> for this forever. Um, yeah, and of course, it's it's going to take place, you know, right after Endgame ends. And we're going to keep going. Tom Hiddleston, one of my husbands, is coming in. Along with Owen Wilson. I didn't know he was I know, what the hell? I watched the trailer. And I'm so excited. And it looks like from the trailer, it might be like, they're suggesting Loki with DB Cooper. All like all kind. I really hope they just throw him in everywhere in yeah. history that something weird happened. Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, it was Loki. Like that would just be perfect. Along but with, um, actually, it's not from the end of Endgame. Where from does the Loki end of, um, 
the end of 2012, like, through 2012 Avengers, but yeah. that was it's an alternate react like right. yeah, alternate, ending, I guess that came from Endgame, which but I could talk I could spend an entire episode talking about like how the lines of Infinity War and Endgame didn't work and how angry it made me. Um, but I'm not gonna do that right now. But, but apparently uh, Loki does not know. I mean, in Loki's world, his mother's still alive. And um, his Ragnarok never happened. Ragnarok um, never happened. Yep. He did not he sacrifice did himself during Thor the Dark World, which if anybody remembers, that was a movie that happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, unpopular opinion. I also loved Thor the Dark World, but I might have had a bias. So I mean, I loved it because my husband was in it, and that was the main reason. Hey, mine too. <laughs> you guys ah! are the same guy? All right. No. no, it's different. I have a whole other rant about that, but that's for another time. <laughs> When can we expect uh, Loki? What, what's it look like? Um, May 2021 is when it's coming. Yeah. It was supposed to be the end of this year, but, you know, COVID. Um, but, yeah, all kinds of awesome people. Sophia DiMardio, Munu um, Wasco, Richard E. Grant, Kate Heron just – Kate Heron directing it. Sorry. Um, Michael Waldron as head writer. I'm not totally sure who that is, but um, I'm looking forward out. to seeing what he can do. Yep. <laughs> Cool. I, I am super stoked about that. I, I was listening online. Some people were not very impressed with the trailer. I don't get it. But. I I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of up there with WandaVision. Now, I love Loki, and I know that Loki has a huge following and a huge fan base. It just it looks really... It's hard to even make sense of anything that happened in that trailer. So, TBD. Yeah. TBD. Stepping in here really quick. Um, okay. So, Michael Waldron is involved with Rick and Morty. Yeah. Okay. I might trust uh, you a little yes. bit. He was a producer it, on Rick and Morty. Oh, it's going to be a great show. <laughs> and he's yeah. a writer on for, for the new Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness that's coming out. Oh. Okay. So he'll have a good grasp of humor, at least, on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's not good humor, then it's worth watching. And in the yeah. trailer, you notice that Loki was taken before, is it the TEA or I think which is not the, the Tennessee Valley Authority Energy Company from back east, but it's, a, it's, it's the organization that tries to monitor and fix time travel. When people start traveling through time, it has to be governed. And yeah. so that's a big part of the Marvel Universe that it looks like we're about to step into, time travel. Hmm. So in other words, Katie, it's your pet peeve. Nobody's ever really dead. We can bring them all back. <laughs> Katie hates that. <laughs> Until they bring Supernatural cast in. She would hate it. She would hate it. <laughs> All right. Real quick, though. Uh, let's finish up with Marvel. A little bit of Marvel here. There's a series there come, that it's kind of cool. It's an animated series called What If? They're going to imagine the superheroes and events of the Marvel Universe as if they happen differently. For example, what if Ms. Marvel was actually, I don't know, what is it, Ms. was it Ms. Marvelous? Captain, no, Captain America. Yeah. Captain America was uh, was uh, Peggy. If Captain America was Peggy instead Peggy. of. That's right. Peggy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I've been really excited about this. I'm, I'm, I'm not big on animated TV shows, but I'm really excited about it. And so. apparently they're going to get a lot of the main cast um, yeah. voices, from what I understand. But they're playing different people, from yeah. what I've understood. Yeah. And perhaps one of the biggest, um, most high-profile series coming out of late, Ms. Marvel. It's launching on Disney Plus in late 2021. It's a new series that introduces... Kamala Khan, a 16-year-old Pakistani American growing up in Jersey City. It's the very first um, um, Muslim American superhero introduced in the Marvel Universe. And apparently, she's a very popular character. 
If you guys yeah. watch the series at uh, Disney, did you watch Marvel 616 yet? The documentary series? No. They jumped into this. I only watched one episode of it. Yeah, it's it, you should jump you should uh check out the series where they talk about Kamala Khan and what it took to get her greenlit, so to say. Because not everybody was uh sure this was gonna fly. And she flies, but it, She's got a weird superhero with a great big giant hands and stuff, but she's I like it because she's it takes you back to the feeling of like a Peter Parker, like a teenager, very unsure, just trying to be cool at school, having parents who have certain you know cultural expectations of you, but you and you're fighting for world peace in your own way. It's kind of a cool idea, and she idolizes Captain Marvel, so we'll see what. Oh, this is the one. Wait, wait, wait. Kamala struggles to fit in at home and at school, and she gets superpowers powers like the heroes she's always looked up to. Life is easier with superpowers, right? Um, it's a, a woman named Ima, Iman Bellani. I'm saying her name really wrong. Stars as Kamala Khan, who is Ms. Marvel. The cast also includes a, a whole... You're not going to be able to probably pronounce, I don't to pronounce any of that because I'm a stupid Western guy that does not read enough what I need to read. And that's my own fault. But I'm super excited about this series. All right. At least you're honest. Cheeseman, do you want to take us quickly through a couple more series that are, are coming to Disney Plus? And I don't really like reading things, but I don't mind like announcing what the next one is. Just announce <laughs> Come on, Cheese. The next one is Hawkeye, Jeremy yeah. Renner's back. This is really? cool. Jeremy Renner's con who teams up with another well-known archer from the Marvel comics, Kate Bishop, played by Haley Steinfeld, not to be mixed oh. up with Jerry Seinfeld. The cast also includes Vera Faminga. Farmiga. Vera Farmiga, yes. Vera Farmiga is in it? This is, yeah, that's, this that's is that's I don't like to read. I'm just going to butcher names. Frothy, Tony Dalton, Zon McClamon, Brian DRC James, a newcomer... Alaco Cox, I'm gonna and Maya Lopez. Wait, I feel like I know who Brian Darcy James is, and I can't remember. Yeah, he's that guy that was in that thing. Oh yeah, him. Yeah. Wait, I, it's directed what? by a duo. Their names Bert and Birdie. Yeah, I love it yeah. already. That. Bert and Birdie. Yeah, so that sounds very Sesame Street. I I was so excited when they were mm -hmm. announcing Hawkeye because I love Hawkeye, but I really don't like Haley Steinfeld. Why? What was she in? I just, I just don't. I just don't care for her. I don't care what? for her as an actress or a singer. I don't know why. Well, I hope we don't have her on the show with you on. Oh, I know. Brian Darcy James was um, Hannah's dad in uh, Thirteen. Yes, Reasons why. in Thirteen Reasons Why. I oh, just cool. came across. Oh, nice. That. Okay. He's really good. He's a great actor. But Vera Farmiga is also one of my favorites too. So he is mine too. Yeah, Bates Motel. She was so great in Bates Motel. <laughs> Luke, what else we have? She Hulk. Yes. <laughs> she Hulk is a new comedy series coming to Disney Plus. That's a lot of reading again. <laughs> okay, the big news about She Hulk. Is that he's got his sunglasses on? What Derek? What, what the big news about She Hulk is the casting. What document are you looking at? <laughs> um, it's something that I put together before the show. Oh, see, I don't get the briefs. Hey, <laughs> hey, Luke, can you email Cameron in case he wants to jump on? Yeah, yeah sure. you email it out. I'll, I'll do some reading. Cool. Look here, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna throw some facts out there. Okay. Here, here, go ahead. Get she that good boy. Read the He Hulk, She Hulk stuff, right? <laughs> okay, Derek. She-Hawk is being played by Tatiana Maslany, who yes. is the star of Orphan Black. And yes. she is an amazing actress. Um, because if anybody, if you've not seen Orphan Black, which I 
until the first season. I really want to watch the rest. I haven't been able to yet because of many reasons. But here's what's amazing is it's about this girl who, you know, finds out she was um, actually like a clone as a baby as part of this experiment. And there are a whole bunch of people that share her same face and look. And and this one actress, Tatiana Maslany, plays all these characters. And she plays she plays them so convincingly. And sometimes she plays different characters pretending to be other characters. And yep. so she had all these layers. And, it, and it's just like... Everything, what drew me into it was her acting and it like is just mind-blowing how well she pulled that off so you've got a lot of that and that show had a huge fan following there even if this show is terrible they're going to get just her fans and it's going to be it's going to have a strong fan base no matter what baked into it because of her that's cool and she was in parks and rec duh <laughs> she was, yeah she was in like two episodes of parks and rec and she was awesome in that she was i did not know this Mm -hmm. But guys, who else is in She-Hulk? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Ruffalo. I always get his name wrong. And mm -hmm. Tim, Tim Roth, Roth playing. This is this is interesting. He's playing the Abomination. That's right. Hmm. Which was first seen in was it the Amazing Hulk the or the most recent Hulk movie? The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Or do you yeah. mean Avengers Endgame? No, no, no. The Hulk that with um. It came out right, but right after. Yeah, Iron the one Man. with the one with uh, Norton. The one with the Hulk. Norton, yeah. Yeah. The right. one with the Hulk. <laughs> and Cheeseman, what's that? Cheeseman, you got two more. Just announce them for us. We don't have to talk about them a lot. I I can definitely read the last one. It's very short. Uh, Moon Knight. Yep. With the K, like a knight <laughs> in shining a knight. armor. A knight. It's a guy who has multiple ident identities inside him. Is the rumored star that the person they're talking to? Have you guys heard? Oscar Isaac. So oh. that, would people, that would be cool. So we'll I love Oscar Star Wars Isaac. and Marvel universes. That's good. Why not? And he Luke, that's good. What's, that, what's that last one on your list there, Cheese? Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Guardians yes. of the Galaxy Holiday Special slated for Disney Plus during the 2022 holiday season. Whoa, a ways away. A yeah. lot of more times like to go through. Just Hopefully not many more. Is written and directed by Guardians of the Galaxy veteran James Gunn. Okay, this, this irritated me. You're going to announce a Guardian of the Galaxy Holiday Special that doesn't come out this holiday season. Yeah, that's yeah. whack. I was like, oh, two years no. in advance. No, two, who yeah. announces the holiday special two years in advance? Just keep oh, it yeah. Under wraps until Disney. Disney does. Yeah, you should have just been like, oh, guess what? This year, coming to Disney Plus. Holiday well, special. Here's the deal they're going to be filming this because James Gunn's about to start filming, I don't know how soon, but he's doing Guardians 3. Yeah. Hmm. And so they're going to be filming this at the same time. So hmm. on their breaks, they're going to film the. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. In addition, yeah. they're going to be filming their uh, little cameo parts they'll have in the new Disney roller coaster at Epcot. So they're going to be doing a lot of filming for all these. Yeah, different I things. get, I get that they haven't made it yet, but then just don't announce it yet. I know. I think that they had a little bit of reasons to announce as far into the future as they could. It's called shareholder. It's called stock price. Yeah, but I get it. Netflix. But it's just weird. Okay, but with all that going on, how would Chris Pratt have time to be Indiana Jones? Like, I don't see how he could fit it into the schedule. <laughs> all right, and Danae, He's currently being flown. Danae, if you can finish out the TV series for us for, from Marvel. Oh, my name is on the list again. 
<laughs> very long. <laughs> and I've had it's two a very long list. One. I did it's send to Cameron two. too, so Cameron could jump in if what he Cameron, you got there? some of these. You didn't. You didn't send me anything. Okay. What? Wow, Cameron, I, way to be on the ball. I have maybe <laughs> it's not going through. Hold on. All right, Secret Invasion is um brand new announcement coming to Disney Plus. Um, and it's gonna have Samuel Jackson in it as Nick Fury, because who doesn't love that? Ben Mandelshan as Scrawl Talos characters from Captain Marvel. I saw that movie one time, so I I don't remember that. Well, remember the tag at the very end of Captain Marvel. No, I don't remember the tag at the very end. You didn't wait till after the credits like you're supposed to I mean, do. I saw it, but the movie came out like five years ago and COVID has happened. So it's like it came out like 20 years ago. I don't remember it. 2018. <laughs> it's a year and a half. Hey, two glasses of wine. Um, okay, well, you know what? They're going to be in a show called Secret Invasion. I didn't know my name was on the list again and then I have to read more. <laughs> so I'm not prepared. But, Secret Invasion, but Civil War is being is regarded as the, the most popular storyline of recent memory in the Marvel Universe. The second most popular storyline in the Marvel publishing world is Secret Invasion, whereas these the scrolls, they come in and they take the place of different people, and they've been there for some time. So what we'll probably find out, some of the characters that we think we're watching two years ago, this year, next three years ago, weren't really those characters. The scrolls were there all along. Oh. Maybe the scrolls were actually killed and the real people stolen. I don't think that's what they're going to do, but it, it's a big mystery thing. These, and um, at the end of Captain Marvel, we saw that Samuel L. Jackson is not really uh, having a lot of action in the Captain mm -hmm. Marvel movie. He was vacationing up on a scroll ship. So, <laughs> I have well, zero memory of that. All right. Well, Anyways, but last of the list, read your whole homework assignment, kids. Don't <laughs> skim the first part that's got your name on it. <laughs> Iron Hearts, um, about this kid that makes his own Iron Man costume. Never heard of that, but I bet it's gonna be awesome. Iron Heart, it's a woman. Yeah, it's a exactly. Yeah, it's a she's a woman and it's uh, follows Iron Man. Um yeah. really popular character. Um Gary Williams. Yeah. Genius yep. inventor. That sounds yeah. really cool. A lot Iron of people thought that Shuri at one time was going to become Ironheart, but yep. it doesn't look because yeah. of some events that may or may not be happening. It doesn't look like Shuri is going that yeah. direction. Okay. Um, Armor Wars, based on the classic Marvel series, is coming to Disney Plus. You know, like every other thing we've read on this. Yep. Starring John Cheadle. Cool. And Do James like Rhodes. That's that guy that was in that thing. Yep. Um. Anyway, finally. finally, I am Groot. Wait a minute, what? I did not know this was a thing. <laughs> I am Groot. Um, it's going to be some um, similar to Forky from Pixar coming to Disney Plus, an original series about Groot. Yep. Wow. If it's similar, because Forky has the ask Forky, or Forky asks a question. Yep. Yeah. Wait, Forky yeah, has what? Forky asks a question. I didn't hear the A in ask. Yeah. Yeah. And I was concerned for a minute. Um, Go ahead, Katie. I got to say, I am excited about this because uh, they have done mm -hmm. some really good short form series on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. oh, There's hilarious. like Pixar in, Pixar in real life is absolutely magical. So I'm really excited to see that because I know that they've been doing, I'm assuming this is a short, it is shorts. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Did you see the way they did a sport? Forky has questions like Derek was talking about. It's just really mm -hmm. short, like probably what, five minutes. 
That's how yeah. that's how Pixar in real life is too. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So we all love. I guess it's Baby Groot, right? Is it? Did they say Baby Groot? Yeah, Baby Groot. Yeah, the dancing. Cool. The dancing yeah, version. Baby tree in a seat. Yeah. That's what all my right. Christmas tree is. My Christmas tree is the Baby Groot pop. There well, that's right. That's right. So, yeah. Darren, um, we don't want to spend a lot of time, but you can just let us know that the uh, the bills that they mentioned. I'll, I'll, I'll make this quick. All right. Yeah. So, Black and Widow. Cameron does opening. have a list too, so he can jump in there as well. Yeah. All right, Black Widow is opening May 7th, 2021, um, which we've had announcements of that. It kept getting pushed back, but it is coming. Um, and then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is coming. That's, um, that is going to feature, uh, let's see, Aquafina and Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a good cast. Um, yeah. uh, the Eternals is coming November 5th, 2021. Um, which we've talked about that some too. The Eternals, that's another, I mean, it's, it's another, a whole Marvel thing, but the, Angelina was, Jolie. what Angelina Jolie, she's one in the Eternals. Okay. I was just going to start reading the cast list. Yeah. Oh, Richard sorry. Madden, Richard yep. Madden, uh, Jimmy Chan. Um, let's see. Kamel Nanjani, uh, Lauren Ridloff. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Salma Hayek. Yep. But, uh, like it just goes on and on. Like, they just kind of get everybody, you know, any, anybody in Hollywood, if they get a chance to do Marvel, they're going to do it. Oh, and um, Kit Harrington. Yeah. Wait, Kit Harrington is on that list oh, too? Oh, for Game of Thrones reunion. Wow. Wait, so, the, so Richard Madden and Kit Harrington are teaming up again. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's great. I'm just really happy about that. Okay. Um, and then, what's that? Are you a fan? I mean, I was a Game of Thrones fan, and I, I did go to... One of Zachary Levi's Nerd HQ panels uh, with Kit, or not Kit Harrington, but Richard Madden mm -hmm. at one Comic Con years ago. And it was just really cool. Dope. He posted a really, really funny Instagram post the other day, Richard Madden did. It was great. Tell us about it. <laughs> it was just him, like, or was it him or was it? It wasn't him. I'm, I'm totally blending two different people in my brain right now and it was definitely Sebastian Stan but I thought it was Richard Madden at first when I was telling the story so I apologize but it is still related because Sebastian Stan is still in Marvel where he was basically showing how quarantine goes in a visual Instagram post it was funny <laughs> they're basically the same people yeah it works it works and they're both in the Marvel universe now so you know yeah hey, right. Darius got two more films before you do what I'm really excited about them 2021, what's so significant about these three films you just mentioned? Wait, the ones I just mentioned? They're ones that have been pushed back a few times, or? They've all been pushed back, but so they're doing something different than Warner Brothers is doing. They're putting it oh, in the theatrical? They're going they're to the theater. Okay. We don't know yet if it will be theatrical and online. Right yeah. now, though, these movies, starting with the May 7th Black Widow, which is the most precarious, maybe one. If theaters are open, they're going to be open in theaters. So that's a big deal. Warner Brothers might have been a bit preemptive on their announcement because vaccines have started to hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The first one was today. And yep. 400,000 more are hitting California next week. So just Woo! the fact that they're already rolling. Listen, it's not quick. It's going to be months, obviously, yep. before we, yeah. before we start to see a smart. safe like, re-entry into normal everyday society mm -hmm. as we yeah. might see it. Warner Brothers might have been a bit... They might have jumped the gun on that. Yeah, yep. maybe. Um, but but who about, knows? Yeah, we about that. They might have uh, won for a short time, right? They might have. They might make yep. be making a good decision for like six months. Yeah. 
and like so, with Wonder Woman and stuff like that, who, yes, which comes out that in, might in a be, week. Well, and you can't really blame them for a short time because that might be yeah. the only chance at like real revenue return, yeah. right? Or yeah. Well, and I guess by yeah by announcing that now. They're probably hoping that it'll drive a whole lot of subscriptions to HBO Max really yep. soon. Yep. Yes. And that's kind of what they need. I think yeah. that's the main priority. They need to pump up HBO Max. Mm -hmm. They're trying to do. Which All right, HBO Max got... is amazing too. It's like it's worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 I want to get on the Bee documentary. That's on HBO Max. But all right, Derek. Okay. So two more. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, is debuting March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Um, currently in production, Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, two Benedicts. Um, Rachel McAdams. I know, that's confusing, right? I mean, yeah. the last one had two Benedicts as well, so. <laughs> okay. I love that this I is directed. I that. This is directed by Sam Raimi, and the mind-bending adventure connects to the events of WandaVision and the upcoming Spider-Man film. Speaking of which, it has been officially announced now that Alfred, Alfred Molina is reprising his role as Doc Ock. In Sp this Spider-Man. Wait, it's called um, Welcome Home. No, this is a fan-made poster, but it's okay. Different. I was like, "What?" I didn't know they made the sound. That's, That's a well-made fan poster. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. But go ahead, Yeah. So we we already knew we were getting um, Jamie Fox back as Electro, and we were getting um, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. So, or sorry, we know now that we're getting Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. And is this true? Andrew Garfield and Kristen Dunst. Um, did they officially confirm that by the way no but people are saying that they are in talks yeah also, interesting toby mcguire was seen at a fitting for a spider-man outfit but they did I, confirm charlie whoa. cox is daredevil yes it was already announced Doc, that benedict cumberbatch would be in there which if yeah. they're introducing the whole multiverse thing with dr strange and then they bring him in to spider-man like it's gonna be pretty easy Story-wise, I guess. Yeah, I'm and I have mixed feelings, but I, I I do like the idea of seeing all these this cast together. You know. Yeah. So so what is it? I'm sorry, Katie. You, yeah, no you worries. Go. No, go ahead, Cameron. I was just gonna say, how is that gonna work? Is it is it gonna be Doctor Strange taking us through the Spider things, but through the multiverse of the Spider Man or whatever, or is it gonna be? What do we think? I mean. I mean did you guys yeah. into the Spider Verse, the, the animated yeah. one? Yeah. I think it's similar to that. Yeah, that's what hopefully I think. Going after Sony's idea for Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, right. hopefully we're gonna it won't be an obvious stuff. He's right. gonna probably like do all that weird stuff where you're gonna almost see things almost kind of like the actual like multiverse within the same thing, and then them go into something kind of like almost like the yeah. time travel type thing. Yeah. But, um, I I was just saying, I feel like you know they the reason people think oh Tobey Maguire is gonna be in it oh Andrew Garfield's gonna be in it is people are seeing things and I'm like. How do we know they're not just going there to throw y'all off? Like, who knows? I so love the like, idea. I'm stoked, but like, they could be like, "Hey, we're gonna pay you for a day just so that people think you're in the movie." Yeah, I hope you it's know, more than like a cameo. Yeah, what cameo could be that like multiverse thing where they just show up for an episode or episode, if you will. But, um, but I've heard of, they they do that stuff. Hey. Make it known that you're going to be like riding around in a convertible around the Sony lot today, yeah. and then go on into the Sony lot today with yeah. loud music blaring, so that people kind of look at you. Really? Throw, oh yeah, they throw yeah. people will throw off 
paparazzi and I mean fans. there's and there's alternate scripts that people are given. I mean there's all oh, yeah. sorts of stuff that they do to throw people off the trail. So but, there are people who go on podcasts claiming to have been a Knight of Ren and say that there was an alternate ending to a movie. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. That's terrible. Oh, wait, we got another pop in. Uh -oh. Oh, 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 Ben's able to pop in because we're still going. <laughs> <laughs> we, we never end. Have you guys been going for an <laughs> hour and a half? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I know yeah. List, but. Well, I showed up and it went off the rails, and so it's yeah. It's not what always happens when Cameron shows up. Hey, but I do have to say this, Ben. So awesome for you to be here, man. I, for those um, who are just listening, Ben, if you could introduce yourself real quick. Hey, everybody, it's me, old buddy Ben, uh, here with theconguy.com, uh, best friend of Cameron Jibo. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, no, sorry guys. I um, I accidentally. Okay, so my job has been super stressful, right? Because mm -hmm. I I I don't know if anybody knew this. I work for the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health as a contact tracer, which means I call people who have tested positive for COVID nineteen, and I interview them on behalf of the county health department to do what's called contact tracing, which is basically tracing anybody they could have come in contact with and telling those people to stay at home. Oh, and yeah. for the most part, people are, are pretty accepting of it. A lot of times they don't want to share other people's contact information, which is understandable and that's fine. It is voluntary, but, um, <laughs> Oh no, uh -oh. I betrayed my wife. Weaver just said, oh, I was your best friend, Ben. Cameron, <laughs> you dirty dog. Ben said he was Cameron's best friend. He's mine. <laughs> so Ben, we're going through. Um, oh, you were telling us that you you're pretty busy right now. I guess so. California's having this thing called a gigantic spike. Yeah. So they've approved us for overtime all week. I work Sunday through Thursday. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What the? What? Hold on. We've got a special. Hey. Uh oh, Cameron. She's got a bone to pick. <laughs> hey everybody, it's my wife Bree. Bree, introduce yourself. Hi, Bree. And it's, in the Christmas spirit, I'm wearing a Krampus shirt. <laughs> nice. I approve. Thank you. Awesome. It's nice to meet you finally. It's lovely to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you guys haven't met, have you? We've never met. I've been inside your house. He has been oh, inside wow. our house. I was. Well, I well, heard that I've been inside, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna get awkward." <laughs> I've been inside, been inside our house while we were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> also, my favorite holiday movie. Oh, that's true. While you were sleeping. while you were sleeping. Is hey, Ben, a quick question: Have you heard all the rumors about Spider-Man Three? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's been the first poster on that. Right? I know. What is going first on? Part. Are these true rumors, or what's going on? I don't know. I don't work at Sony or Marvel. What are you talking about? Like, I, uh, you're, you're every one of them, you know what's going on. They're you know saying one of the biggest things for me was that Alfred Molina was coming back as Doc Ock. It's true. Which I'm stoked about because I I loved Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. I absolutely yeah. loved Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Somebody on Facebook was like, he's not even an Octo. He's a quad. And I'm like... He's an octo if you count his arms and legs. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> two arms, two legs, four mechanical arms, that's eight. Yeah. Greek Cleaver destroys them with facts and lunch. 
But uh, anyway, we were just talking about all the, the, the rumored casting in there. I mean, where's Tom Holland going to fit in? Nowhere. Tom Holland's hey, he in is it? filming it. He is filming it because when he presented at the Game Awards on the same day, which is why Katie didn't watch any of this stuff live, uh, he was like, I am on the set right now of Spider-Man 3. So. Yeah, because he can't keep a single secret. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, if he saw something's happening, it's definitely happening. They're having all these people to come to set to throw yes. Tom Holland off. I get it now. Oh, he started quarantine because they always had to lock him up before any movie, so he had to quarantine before quarantine was <laughs> a thing. All because of him. See you, Cameron. All because of him. Did he leave? What? Where did Cam go? Yeah, that's it. I'm done. I, <laughs> Bye. The island. I mean, he has been there for like an hour. So drink yeah. refill. He'll be back. He, 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 he'll be right back. He was he was scheduled to read our next section, so I guess we're, we'll change. But Ben, ben <laughs> real quick, let me let me look at the document. Hold on, the documents. But Ben, let me ask you this question: For those, could you explain real quick that Doctor Strange is introducing? the multiverse basically mm -hmm. to the world can you explain real quick what the multiverse is for those who do not know i'm leaving i love you all big family time wow. right here and we are going to wow. through this last bit here guys we got to get done <laughs> my wife's no nerd she doesn't work at a comic book company yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I just work at a comic book publisher, no big deal. It's she made you become a nerd. I just, I just help publish <laughs> and market <laughs> comic books. <laughs> the multiverse. The mul the concept of the multiverse is the reason I get the tracing alerts on my phone all the time. Yes. Brad, I know all your secrets. Brad, yeah. just say everything, home. Brad. Everything. All right, the multiverse. The multiverse. It's a concept that exists both in Marvel and DC, and in fact exists between the two. Um, and it goes along with the scientific theory of multiple parallel universes all existing. So if you watched um, Into the Spider-Verse, for example, you had these different Spider-Men from different alternate realities all coming together. That's the multiverse. It's, it's uh, parallel universes where in the Marvel and DC universe, Similar versions of the same super uh, superheroes exist uh, across all these different worlds. And there are many different numbers, theoretically infinite uh, different numbers of universes with slightly different Spider-Men and Wonder Women and Batman. And what? Spider-Man. 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 Batman. Steve Batman, attorney at law. <laughs> all right that's cool i like the idea that they're finally getting to the multiverse because it's a big part of comic book lore and as i do this it looks like we may have said goodbye to cameron and um he may be back, he may be back. connection so, issues we kicked him off i hate to throw ben in hey ben, do you want to we'll continue in? But maybe we'll pop back our marvel stuff or does anybody else want to finish it i mean it has my name but if ben wants to do it i can it's not a big deal um, we're already we're 90, only 90 minutes, minutes in, though. Yeah, so, we are. You know, we're we're like, and I really want to hear the con crew top 10 yeah. here. Yeah. All right. 11. Okay, and just bust through it. I came in I late. I didn't prep at all. Just right, read the title. Thor, Love and Thunder. Wait, Cameron, would you like to finish off our Marvel section for us? I would be honored. All right, cool. Let me pull up the email again. <laughs> okay, Marvel section, and that's going to be under whose name, though? It's my name, Jay. Katie. 
You are Katie. You got the Katie name badge on. Yeah, gonna be, gonna we're just going to read through the titles because we're way into this show and we need to. We're like five hours into Con Guy this week. Yeah. So I, I'm starting with Thor Love and Thunder. Correct. Yeah. Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder. May 6th, 2022, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Wait another, another year for that. Uh, it begins filming next month, apparently, with Taika Waititi directing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have Chris Hemsworth returning. Uh, yep. Natalie, Natalie Portman coming back. Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, Hello. Tessa Hello. Thompson returning. Hello. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, Christian Bale what? is going to be yeah, he's gonna be our villain, Gore the God Butcher. Thor. Thor. One more guy who's done DC and Marvel. Yeah, mm. yep. he's he's no Rosario Dawson though, because he wasn't in Rent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can Christian Bale sing? But he wasn't Newsy. Yes, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never ever talk about it ever again. So you're, what you're telling me is we have Thor versus Gore. Oh, oh. yeah, a little rhyme play going on. And I believe mm. Gore invented the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. By the way, and real quick, are you guys familiar with a little bit with the storyline? Natalie Portman becomes Thor. In this one, she takes up the hammer. Yes, in the recent in the recent Marvel comics, um, Jane uh, has taken up the uh, the mantle of Thor, and so they're going to play off that storyline in the new movie, which I'm stoked for because Natalie Portman is a superhero. Yep. Did we need another reason to love Natalie? Portman? But also, yeah. the story is so visually heartbreaking if they mm. stay true to form. So I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but if, mm. if they go with the story, I'm like, wow, it's going to be great. I'm coming over and I'm reading all your comic books. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. After oh. you get the oh, back. you want to push it for us? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Black Panther 2. Woo! Yeah. July 8th, 2022, another two-year wait. Uh, written and directed by Ryan Coogler, uh, but honoring Chadwick Boseman's legacy and portrayal of T'Challa the Black Panther, uh, Marvel Studios is not going to be recasting him. Mm. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I think yep. that's a good choice. Uh, but they're going to explore the world of Wakanda. So yeah. we'll see. I, I, do, like the do we know any info on that, or do we just have that they're going to expand the world of Wakanda? I don't think we know much yet. I, at least a lot of people think that Suri might be stepping into it, but I'm not sure. I'm just not sure they're ready for Suri to be Black Panther yet. I I love yeah. Suri, but I don't think that would be that would fit her. I, I want them to multiverse it and bring Michael B. Jordan back, like in a multiverse where he was Black Panther. Mm. Mm. Well, interesting. Oh, that might be interesting. They might not recast T'Challa, but they might recast Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well there always will be. Yeah. There's okay. always going to be someone who's yeah. yeah someone Panther. will be taking the black pants Panther mantle. But the yeah. flowers are all gone. Didn't you guys see Black Panther? Oh yeah. I'm sure they'll find a way to write around. Multiverse that. time travel. No, they can do anything now. All right. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next? We've got a couple more things here. Blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mahershala Ali as Blade. <laughs> That's all we got. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is back. Just kidding. No, would no. be cool. I, I'm I sure he wants to be. Snipes is going to make a cameo of some oh, sort. Yeah. yeah, probably. Multiverse. Yep. But Multiverse Blade. Well, the biggest thing for this is Mahershala was in. Uh, he played. What did he play? Copperhead in um, Luke Cage. 
Oh, did he? Hmm. Was yeah. it Cottonmouth or Copperhead? I can't remember. Uh, I, don't know. I didn't finish it, so. Um, I didn't finish Luke so, Cage either. And so this Cottonmouth. is. Luke Cage was so fun. I liked it a lot. Anyway, um, so it was this kind of, there's this kind of like breaking of being like, okay, the Netflix Marvel universe kind of doesn't exist, but it kind of does because Matt Murdock's in Spider-Man 3 now. I know, I love it. No, like. So, but but Mahershala Ali's as Cottonmouth is not going to exist in that because he, he died, he was killed in. Right. That Unless they do some weird thing where Cottonmouth mm. becomes Blade. He won't. That's not, that, <laughs> no. that would be impossible. But long story short, love him as Blade. I'm really excited for this. I love the old Blade movies. So stoked for Ali. This could be, yeah, this could be a great. Is that a melted Darth Vader helmet behind you? Benjamin? It is. It is. <gasps> it is. So this was, this was my wedding gift to me from my wife. Mm -hmm. That is a custom piece. It's made by my friend uh, Igor Pinsky, who is a prop and model maker. Uh, as a side gig, but he's extremely professional. Um, you can look him up on Instagram. I believe he's still at Mr. Pinsky Props, but let me double check on that. He does amazing work. Um, but yeah, Brie commissioned him to make that for me as a wedding gift. Cool. You guys looking? Uh, you guys looking for a third or? All right. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that? Uh, we're moving on. Captain Marvel. Dose. Yeah, she's back. November of 2022, directed by Nia Da Costa. Brie Larson's coming back. Yep. Iman Vellani, who makes her debut in Miss Marvel, is also going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Uh, and Tiona Paris, who's playing a uh, grown-up Monica Rambo character introduced as a child in Captain Marvel, uh, who is also going to be in WandaVision as an adult. Yep. That's super interesting. Yep. Yeah. Don't you just love the way that Kevin Feige and Marvel, they're able to like connect everything, but they do it well. Well, let's hope they're doing it well. Let's hope so. What do you think that room looks like? <laughs> Where they are, they have everything on the walls. You've, they've got to have everything on the walls. Probably kind right? of like this one, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With like string going from character I think to character. I think it's kind <laughs> of like the tree in Harry Potter in the, in the Black Household where they... Oh yeah, tossed out and burned off, and more like a serial killer room where they're trying to chase a serial killer with a like zodiac with all the strings and the pictures and everything. Speaking yeah. of the zodiac, which told us nothing. Yeah, it told us absolutely nothing. nothing. But they right. couldn't get any crazier. Let's crack the black, you know, the zodiac's code. Yeah, oh, three forty cool. cipher. All right. Three more movies, Cameron. You can do it. You I can, can do, do this. Yes, what was sir. that about reading wow, just the title? More. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, if you just want the title, no, Cameron, here we go. Reading. I'm no. just making fun of Jim. Oh, okay. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Uh, yeah. All is right. this going to be like WrestleMania for the... <laughs> yes, exactly. For the multiverse. Like Monday Night Raw or whatever. Uh, Ant-Man's going to be directed by Peyton Reed. Not familiar? Uh, he directed the first two. He directed oh, he did? that thing. Yeah. Okay. The third film directing the Ant-Man trilogy, yes. Good. Keeping it in the same vein there. Keep it going. Uh, Paul James Rudd James. is coming back. Evangeline Lilly is coming back. Uh, Michael Douglas is back as Hank Pym. And Michelle Pfeiffer is now coming. Is, uh, be She's back, yeah. Awesome. She's back. Yep. And we have Catherine Newton joining the cast as Cassie Lang. 
And Jonathan Majors is going to be portraying the bad guy, or I think Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. That's a big deal there. And I assume that's the same Cassie that was in Endgame when they showed his like his his older daughter. You know, with the passage of time, I assume they kept the same casting. Um, No, they've actually recast uh, Cassie Lang for okay for Ant Man three. Wow, really? That, That was a big news article that came out yesterday or the day before, I think. Ah, interesting. All right, and one on. more. This is there's two more, two more. Two more. What can we skip the last one though? No, that was my favorite one. <laughs> okay, so we have Guardians of the Galaxy three. Woo! Your favorite James one? Gun. Why is it at the very end of the list? Well, it's not my favorite. He just said my favorite <laughs> one, but the next one I'm super stoked about. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting another Fantastic Four. Yeah! <laughs> oh man. Wait, it's going to finally be done the right way, though. Oh, really? Will it, though? Uh, will it? Will it? Yes, it will. If Mikey's in charge, it, it will. Fourth, I'm tired of being hurt by them. John so, Watts is directing. John Watts, yeah. Hmm. I did a table read with John Watts about a year ago. It was a delight. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's always good. on my side. <laughs> um, I, uh, no, I was hired on as an actor. Um just to be part of the table read. And then they hired me for a small part in the show, but I couldn't do it because I was shooting that damn Mercedes commercial. Oh, terrible. (laughs) I know. But anyway, so the Fantastic Four thing, this is another thing of like where I have this theory where they just leak, they have somebody leak something out on Twitter. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if this actor did this? Or, you know, they have Tom Holland say, hey, I would love it if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire came back to play alternate Spider-Mans and then, Oh, the internet goes crazy. And then they're like, Hey, by the way, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire coming. So with the fantastic four for years, since, since the Disney Fox purchase uh, for years, people have been saying John Krasinski and um, Emily Blunt need to be, you know, they're a married couple in real life. Obviously they did, um, what's the quiet movie? Quiet Place. Quiet, quiet place. place, yeah. They did Quiet Place, which was amazing. The quiet movie. And the, the Quiet Movie. And the Quiet Place 2, which has been postponed indefinitely. Right. For the uh, COVID. They're, uh, there's still a billboard on Wilshire for it, I think. Um, there's still a billboard in LAX for it, too. Uh, but insane. people have been saying, you know, oh, John Krasinski needs to play Mr. Fantastic, and Emily Blunt needs to play The, um, the Invisible Woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's now better. the latest rumor is that oh, Disney's reading John Krasinski and Emily Blunt for Mr. Fantastic and the uh, the Invisible Woman, and because the internet went insane for it, they were like, "Yes, this is perfect. Please do this." And I love that we live in an era where it's like, even if it's like clandestine and like kind of behind the scenes, they're just like, "Hey, do you guys want us to do this?" And we're like, "Yes, we do," and they're like. Okay, let's do that. Like that's they're giving us what we want. I love it. I can't get enough of it. And there's already posters out with the casting news that Ben is saying. <laughs> Isn't the internet great? They listen to the fans. But I'm mm-hmm. also excited. The the Fantastic Four, that the first family of Marvel, they were introduced way back at the beginning. The Human Torch was in the very first issue of Timely Comics, which would become Marvel Comics. He's from he's been there since the beginning. And my dad, his favorite comic book was the Fantastic Four, so he, I fell in love with it. 
I love the idea of we're going to possibly get Galactus into the MCU. I love Galactus as a villain. He's the world leader. And then the Silver Surfer will be there. So this is awesome news for me. You know, I, I'm going to tweet tomorrow that I heard that Marvel was considering former Power Ranger Cameron Jebo as the Silver Surfer. You should do that. You should do That's that. what I heard. I heard it, and I, I'm going to see how the internet responds. All right, guys. There, there is a giant lineup of Marvel films. This what is an awesome series. Um, we're not going to use DB Cooper. Loki is DB Cooper. He totally is. All right. That's what I said earlier before you got here, Ben. It's him. Loki. I have it on authority that Loki actually is DB Cooper in the in the TV yeah, show. I feel like they just want to take him and like fill in all of those history holes that we don't know about. I'm a historical fiction writer, so I know all the holes. For those who don't know, who's DB Cooper? Oh, he's the guy that like told. To stole this plane and and took over it and then they got all the passengers off and he was like give me money or something's gonna happen and they gave him the money and then he got a parachute and jumped off but they never found him like they never found a parachute they never found a guy that matched that description mm. he just did it it was amazing there's an amazing buzzfeed unsolved about it you need to know about anything okay. where this happened what Y'all, y'all, y'all. Hey, I'm sorry, but we are at an hour and 47. <laughs> yeah. It is way too late to be going on tangents. I am sorry, but someone I blame has to say Renee's it. boxed wine for this. All right. <laughs> All right, real quick. Who asked who D.B. Cooper was? And I got excited. I get that. I get that. I get okay, that. I am just trying we're to... Going to... Just get to the top 11. Just go. Here we go. Person of the year. Time Magazine has their people of the year, the persons of the year. We all have seen that, but we are going to go over the con guys. Person of the year, and all of you got well. Most of you guys did submit some some suggestions, and I'm, I'll get to Ben in just a second. And we're going to go over them. I'm going to I'm going to describe them real quick, and you tell me who you think it is. Ben, what you say? I was just going to say. Now I wanted to clarify for the viewers at home and the listeners at home that these are specifically people of the year regarding our pop culture, yeah. movies, TV, comic books, you know, type of right. uh, realm. Because there's a lot of people in the political and social landscape that does very much deserve to be people of the year. Absolutely. We're not going to include in this list because this is all more <laughs> fictional and actors and artists type of uh, that, that kind of realm. So the con crew just pulled a whoopee <laughs> from the B. All right, here we go. Number 11. And by the way, these votes came in from everyone. Well, most everyone here on the list. Uh, I'm going to give you a hit. See if you can guess who number 11 is. I have it right here. Number 11. Um, clues. You got to give clues. Don't make us guess. Just name them. Is yeah, it Vancouver? It's School me. of the Wolf. What? He was in the School of the Wolf in the 13th century. Oh, it's Geralt Rivia. It's Geralt Rivia. Ah, there oh. we go. Geralt. That was the one I voted for. Danae, why is this number 11 on our list? Because... The series finally came out, and if you're like me and you can't play an RPG video game because he has emotion sickness, you get really excited when they put it on Netflix and you watch them all at once. And it was a big deal, and um, it was awesome. And we're at two hours, so go to right, number ten. Number ten. This, guy here, this was really cool. Guys, by the way, these are good things. We are still, most of these are good things. Some of these people are not so good, but they stand out. These are what stood out. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun with this. This next number ten. Had a lot of cool reunion episodes on his Zoom and kept us all entertained during COVID. Oh, it's John Krasinski. John Krasinski. No. no. And 
Ben, no. What's ben Cleaver. Jim Fry. Um, Jack. The future. Jack. Thank you. Cheese. Michael J. Fox. I know it. Oh, I don't think you're not. Josh Gad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Josh Gad. Number 10 is Josh Gad, who had all kinds of very cool reunion episodes on his account during COVID, kept us all happy. But that's the very first I'm hearing of this. And yeah, he kind of inspired our interviews too this. to like do certain fandom episodes and all that. Yeah, he inspired us to do our Jaws episodes, guys. So virtually. Cool. Oh, all right. We number nine. Ed Geralt of Rivia, whatever. Yeah, number, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I don't number agree with nine. That. Number nine. This guy was determined to tell us the good news. John Krasinski. That's John Krasinski. Wait, he's number, number nine? Number one. Come on. How is he They should be nine? higher, Jim. He should be like number two or one. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly, give me a one sentence. Someone give us a one sentence explanation of what he did. Why is he on our list? He oh, filled the world with good news during a time where it was really depressing and yeah. on YouTube and it was what the world needed. And then even though his show ended, it spurred a real show. So another yeah. show. So. And I will say my friend Isaac Woodby, who has a company called Monster Truck Ninja, did a 3D animation of his logo, and he actually showed it on a show. Yep. Oh, cool. Number eight. Number eight. Red, yellow, silver, black. They're friends of our show. The Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Ooh, yeah. Oh, who's that? Power oh. Rangers. Because they're awesome, they're still in the pop consciousness, and they're such good people. And it was a huge WonderCon panel. Just barely hanging on by a thread on that pop consciousness there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and the WonderCon panel, the biggest panel we've ever had. All right, number seven. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, there Dang. it is. <laughs> number seven. I call them the dynamic duo. They basically... The uh, that, too? Yeah. The I call them the dynamic sure. duo during this episode two hours ago. Because they basically saved Disney. John Favreau. Uh, Favreau. There we go. Yeah. John Favreau and Dave Filoni. They are the new carriers of the Star Wars torch. They created uh, John Favreau from the Mandalorian. Dave Filoni writes and directs. And they have all kinds of new series coming out. Speaking of which, one of the toughest Star Wars heroines ever. Ashoka. Princess Leia. No. Cara Dune! Yes, Cara Dune. This no. one's for you, Brad. <laughs> Anyways, no, Cara Dune's come across as one of the toughest, most one of the strongest characters in the Star Wars universe in quite some time. And I, I think she's great. She's just I'm gonna meet her when I grow up. I did an interview with her, and she's so excited to be part of this universe that you just don't even know. All right, we're gonna go really quickly. All right, number five, Grace, Charm, Intelligence. And he passed far too soon. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Yeah. He's number five on our list. Also, also a crime fighter. How's also that? a crime fighter. Oh, that's, right. that's right. He, yeah. he chased down the... I thought, well, we were all about that. <laughs> yep. All right. Number four. Chasing their daughters on a most excellent adventure. Bill and Ted. Yes, they returned this year, and yes. that was one of the first like movies in theater, wasn't it? Kind of like during everything. It was only, one of the only, only. <laughs> they didn't make much money, but then they're one of the first big movies that got released straight to video at the beginning of the summer. That's why it was mm. such a big deal. It's like, did you just say straight to video? 
I'm sorry. Videos this thing. The VHS cement. We're in our top three. The top three. Um, number three. He was inescapable at the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone was talking about this joker. He he put a hit on someone who eventually danced on Dancing with the Stars. Joe Exotic. Joe. Oh, really freaking put Joe Exotic on this list? Yes. I had Geralt of Rivia and Sarah I had Dune. Geralt and John Krasinski. Like, really? Who got more Joe Exotic or anyone else on this list? Joe Exotic. In fact, I heard a Twitter rumor that Cameron Jeebo is going to be playing Joe Exotic. I'm never going to financially recover from that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No, we, Joe Exotic has to be on there. At the beginning, back March, April, no, you couldn't have us. Every single Zoom call was about Joe Exotic. Everybody had, have you seen the latest Tiger King? It was ridiculous. All right, here we go, guys. Top two. And everyone could probably guess these, but here we go. Number two. Ben Cleaver. Yes, yes. The red, no, the red cup. It was the, the red, red cup. The red cup. Oh, I was oh, so I don't have it right here. Oh, that's the biggest character on our show. But anyways. The cutest creature since the Ewoks. Groku. Groku. He's only number two. Yeah, why is he number two? Why is he number two? Okay, because number one. Your number one better be Jesus. (laughs) Number one is this guy. How many drinks did you have when you made this list? That's what I need to know. Is that Kanye? Who is that? Can we who is that? What? Come on. The entire pandemic we've been getting. Wait, what was the picture of? I missed it. I was getting my red man. Somebody nobody has ever heard of. Who is Kanye got jacked. Are you guys serious? (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys serious? Camera, tell us. Do tell. Do tell. Listen, it's a little dirty, but there's a it's a famous joke photo that they'll somebody will send you a link that's like pandemic virus cure found. And it's in the link, and then you click the link, and it's a photo of this guy, and he's nude. And he <laughs> has a large uh, endowment. Yeah. And uh, it's literally it was it was every single one of my friends, my friends' friends, has had been I, sent the link with the photo. I got in March. In it's mid-March. literally it happened this year as like the resurgence of prank texting. Because everybody's at home, everybody's worried about stuff. And they're like, when the f- positive-looking link comes in, everybody clicks on it. <laughs> then there's a naked dude with a big old ding dong, and he's mm. got a large schlong. Number one of the year. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I quit. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I think. Looking at record. No, for the record, Baby Yoda, Gor- Gorgu, he was the number one on the list. Grogu. It's Grogu. It's Grogu. You can he say it right. one on the list because he single-handedly has like saved the Disney company. He has revitalized Star Wars. Him, and it's, it's hard to imagine. And he lives with Derek now. Baby, baby over there. But there's one other person who perhaps left a bigger mark. Rest in power, great king. Yep, Chadwick, baby. Uh, Here we go. Um, so, no, not Wendy. Chadwick Bozeman. It's hard to think of somebody who left a bigger mark on popular culture, not just popular yeah. culture, on so many on the world, so many kids, the world. He 
he had he had this this somebody else speak i'm gonna get choked up talking about it it, it goes beyond black panther it goes yeah. beyond marvel comics and the character that he portrayed it it goes to who he was as a person and the things that he did that most of us didn't even know about and yeah. in fact Marvel didn't even know that he was struggling with right. with cancer or anything. He mm -hmm. this was something he kept so much on the down low because he was an advocate through and through. Yeah, exactly. Black uh, black culture, voting rights, poverty, housing rights. I mean, he was all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kevin that's a humble way to do it too. You know, like so he could put a, himself all in the stardom doing all that stuff, but to know later, like wow, you just didn't even know, and, and that's how. To live a life perfectly mm -hmm. and there are pictures so many pictures of him showing up at the bedside of a child with cancer and never revealing that he had cancer yeah he just, but now we see this inner purpose that he had him kevin feige did not know about his sickness from what i understand until that day when this was being mm -hmm. announced that's so insane. it was not being he didn't use it you know so many people and I don't say they use it. So many people make a platform out of something he didn't. He just stood on that platform. He was the king. And Andy Haro, I got to see him a little bit at D23 in 2017. Yeah, that was cool. Thank you, Andy. Cool. All right, guys. We have got to wrap up the show. Cameron, thank you so much for being here. Hey, I know. It's only been two hours. I know. The well, I was only here for the last 25 45 minutes, minutes of it. <laughs> Brad says Wendy approves. Brad, so oh, real quick, real quick. Um, oh, those are all what all Brad comments. I don't have the time to go yeah. through all those. Okay, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, Danae, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram at D-N-A-Y-S. I am a writer and author. I just had a book come out a few weeks ago. Um, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Katie read it. And apparently I, I really haven't finished reading it. I've literally read like a chapter, not even a chapter. Okay. Well, I gave your roommate the feels. Like she gave me yes. some angry texts about it. It's <laughs> Queen um, of Hell? It's called Queen of Hell. It is a retelling of Persephone in um, early America. So yeah, if and you it, like Persephone it's a and Hades, big book, by the way, y'all. Really just want to say that. Thank you. She's sick. If you like, I just that's it. It hits, it hits all those boxes. I've been overwhelmed by all the support that people have given and how much people love it. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Yeah, Hell, available on Amazon, Kindle, and Kindle Unlimited, and at a few limited bookstores too. So, all right, this is our last call. This is our last call. Uh, da, da, da. I'm sorry, I interrupted somebody who was saying something. I was just saying, Danae, I'm a good church going man. I'm not allowed to read books with the word hell in the title. I'm a church going lady and a pastor's kid, and my heart belongs to Jesus, but I put hell in the title. <laughs> That's what we call backsliding, dear. It's called All right. backsliding. All right, Cameron, thank you for being on the show tonight. If people want to follow you and find out what you're up to, where can they, where can they follow you? Oh, it's it's my name everywhere, Cameron Jebo, J E B O. I'm kind of just all over the place. Thanks for having me, guys. Seriously, this is a it's a real honor to be on here, and thanks for including the Power Rangers as always. And you just shot a movie here like the past couple months. When's that come out? I did. There's a fun thriller, kind of psycho thriller. Uh, we don't have a date, but I'm assuming around summer of next year. So it could be a big one. It could be a fun, all right. fun thing. Yeah, Miss Katie. Uh, it's me, Katie underscore Christine on all social media, including Twitch. You guys can find me streaming Witcher 3. Geralt Rivia was on our countdown, so you can find me streaming uh, on there as well, usually later at night. And uh, doing social media for the con guy. 
And right. uh, also, if you guys want to donate to Dress Sember, the link is still active in my bio. It can help you. I'm helping raise money to help fight human trafficking, which has been on a spike uh, due to the conditions of the world right now. So yep. check that out via the link in my bio. Cool. Derek. Hey, so I am on some social media as con guy Derek, but with an at at the front and those spaces taken out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you can find me here at Cheese on Couch on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me hanging out with my little mini me, Funko Pop, because you will be able to do these soon. Little, make yeah, your own Funko Pop here in Hollywood. That's cool. Ben. Hey, everybody. It's me, old buddy Ben. There it uh, is. There it is. There's the red cup. Uh, you can find me at at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R. That's right. Cleaver. It's hard to spell, but easy to say. And remember, I'm always drinking out of this red cup because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. All right. That is last call. We are going to close up the bar. You can find me, Jim Fry LA on Twitter, James D. Fry on Instagram, or just check in at theconguy.com. Here's also my uh, Funko Pop. Hopefully all you guys will be able to go to the store and get your own. Just want to say... Um, we did a really cool interview this week with the director and star of Skylines. It's a brand new sci-fi film coming out. The third part of the Skyline series comes out Friday. Our interview with those folks drops tomorrow, so it's going to be really cool. Hope you guys can check that out. It was a fun interview. Thank you for tuning in the show, guys. Have an awesome new year if we don't see you before then. Have a great holiday season. Love you guys all. Bye-bye. You're all beautiful. We love you. New record. Love you all, Marta. New record on our show. Long new show. show of the year. Happy New Year. <laughs> We're growing <Right>. over. <laughs> Bye, guys. Transmission commencing. This is Wookiee Radio. Translated for the Wookiee Affair. I like that Wookiee. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always.